Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to Extreme PC UK episode 29. Today is the 29th of June 2016 and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today joining us on the show is... Hello, my name is Hans and I'm Steam on Mail from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. And that's the crew. Hey. Over and done. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I'd like to say, um, boys... Because like we'll get on to later on, we'll be talking about some questions and some reviews we've had. We'll get to that then. But for now, there's going to be a little change at the beginning. First off, I'd like to say, if you do have any questions, can you please send them into extremepcuk at gmail.com. Any questions to do with gaming, PCs, PC builds, if you're getting a PC together and you want some help, you know, anything, send it into extremepcuk at gmail.com and uh, we'll get straight back to you. And we'll put them in the show next week or next month, sorry, next month. Also, I'd like to say that we've got a Steam group. And we don't very often say it, I don't know why, but we started to now. If you want to join our Steam group, just go onto Steam, type in Extreme PC UK, and just join, and you'll get notifications from us whenever we go live about questions, about gaming, about competitions. It's all there, so just get on there, and we want to get a bigger community anyway, so uh, we'd be much appreciative of you getting onto our group. Next up, we've got a free team speak for everybody to use. I can even make you your own private room with a password so that you can use it with your mates or whoever you want. And the address will be in the pod notes. It's also on our website and our Steam group. But I'm going to read out the uh, address anyway. It's 173.199.64.245.9133. All you do is download TeamSpeak for free from their website. And uh, then just put that address in your bookmark. And there you are. You're in our room. And you can get in with us. We're always on there every night. So you can get chatting to us. Pretty cool, boys, don't you think? Yep. Have all the people in there in one place. Um, yeah, cracking on. What we're going to do for news this week? I think we've slightly missed out on E3. We was going to do a uh, a podcast solely on that, but we was all really, really busy at the time. These two boys kept letting me down, didn't you, boys? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Who was but, the one always working? Again? I like the way Jansen. I like the way Jansen just, just complete silence. I bet his face was a right picture then. Yeah, been uh, busy though. I bet he was like he was chewing a wasp. <laughs> I'll be busy <laughs> but anyway what we're going to do for the news this week we're going to catch up because to be honest with you E3 at the time there was lots of rumours going around lots of bits and pieces it was floating everywhere but now as it's all sort of like settled down a bit we've actually got facts and we're going to talk about the things that we actually like personally we're not going to talk about everything just the things that we think worth talking about and that's going to be our news section today you all happy with that boys? yeah uh, of course Cool, cool, cool. Right, let's start then. First off, I'd like to say, uh, what do you reckon of Forza Horizon 3? Interested? Mm, to a certain degree. I just want to know if it's going to be uh, compatible with my steering wheel. That's my number one reason to buy racing games. Really? Yep. If it does, it's not compatible with my racing wheel, I won't buy it. So <laughs> not, that's, that's the funny thing. How many people do you hear that buy a racing car game and then they want the steering wheel working and it don't work? There's a lot of games that don't support the steering wheel, which is a but bit again, weird in my opinion. But I'm a bit biased, you see. I wouldn't use a racing wheel either way anyway. I just don't see the point of it. Um, I don't think they're realistic enough. Yeah. That's oh, that's thing. true. No, they're completely not realistic. I, I but, agree with that one. But it, it, it immerses you in the game more. That's my personal opinion on that one. Like, you can buy a bit of kit, can't you, where you've got your three monitors in the front, you've got a, a seat, you've got a gear stick and the pedals and steering wheel, and it's all in, in all set up. But even that, I, it's, to be honest, it's just something I don't really interest in. I'm quite happy with my controller. Yeah, to have that kind of setup, to have like the gaming chair, steering wheel, pedals, the monitors and everything that goes with it, 
you could take that money and go and have a couple of track days. That is true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that's also true. But <laughs> to be honest, I never really liked racing games until I bought my racing wheel. It uh, it gave a whole dimension to the game. That's my personal opinion, of course. Really? Yeah, I know but a lot that, of people that prefer know, controller also. So Jansen, I bet you though. Be honest. I bet you're the same as me. The last time you used a racing wheel was probably on like a Nintendo 64 or something. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> from years was, ago. I think it was a PlayStation <laughs> One. Yeah, and you just sort of went left to right and you had to forward and back like gear stick yeah I haven't the steering been on wheel, one since. steering wheel that i had you could literally spin it and it would just carry on Keep spinning. Going yeah <laughs> there was no force feedback or anything yeah, so so to all you steering wheel fans out there me and jansen ain't really the ones to talk about it because <laughs> uh we haven't really got the knowledge because we haven't been but in that to area. be honest i would be surprised if forza wouldn't uh, support steering wheels um I, I've, I might be saying something really silly here and if anyone does think that just tell me but Forza Horizon 3. What was what's the game that I was playing the other day, which is on Windows 10? That Forza. Yeah. Forza yeah. 6. Yeah, wasn't that yeah. like more like a technical demo? I, 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 do you know what? I'm puzzled to this because I thought that was the preview. I was playing the beta version or whatever it was on a free download for a little while, and then all of a sudden Forza Horizon 3 is out on whatever computers and PC. I, that I don't really get what's going on. If anyone knows, like fill us in and we'll say it next, next month on the podcast. But what's the point of bringing two games out with the same title? But I, Forza... I think that was a compatibility thing because now they're doing like this games for Windows. So it's yeah. like a cross-platform. Yeah, like um, Xbox and PC. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was just like you said, like a bit of a beta just for that game. So they gave you a few cars, a few tracks kind of thing. Well, because I, I played Forza 6 and I said before... I was really impressed. The water track, like the track with the water and the rain and that, the puddles and stuff, were, I thought the graphics were amazing. I thought it was really, really good. I didn't like it when it got further into the game with the faster cars. I found it impossible to drive them. I was just losing a bit of, I don't know, confidence in the game there. It was just going, you know, like you've got to brake and you've got to, you've got to do it properly. And and that's bit, why you need a steering wheel. <laughs> I just got a bit, I think it was just a bit, bit more of uh, just getting a bit bored of it. Yeah, but then so that's when you of, get into more simulation it's like if you yeah. just want to like foot the yeah. floor, you need to play things that are more arcade. Yeah, that was more like, like lowering wings and moving this and changing yeah. gear ratios and all that sort of stuff. Juiced or something like that or need what, for you, speed. You, how weird is that? You just mentioned Juiced, another one I was thinking about. And I thought, do you remember that game Juiced? And you just said it. And that's, right <laughs> that's for ages. That's really weird. I knew um, you'd like that one because that's the one where you could customize everything yeah, on your car. Yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah. Do you did you um watch the Forza Horizon free conference or not? No. no, no, I didn't watch a conference, but I did watch some videos on YouTube. I tell you so. what, it's pretty good what they've come up with. It even got me thinking. Hold on a minute, cause they showed that new Xbox and that, didn't they? And, and I, it got me actually thinking. Do you know what? It actually looks pretty cool, man. Basically, yeah, they they reckon they're gonna have the largest open world ever built in a car game, and they're gonna have the largest amount of cars in a car game, which to most car games out there, that's a lot of cars, you know. Yeah, and yeah they, they want to compete with Gran Turismo, of course. The thing is, so they have to. I've got one major issue that I, they didn't talk about is upgrades of cars. I want to be able to upgrade everything, change my body kits and stuff like that. That's what I want from a car game, personally, for me. What about you two? Yeah, I do, I do like that part of it because I'm a car guy and I customise yeah. my own car. The individuality. So, yeah, yes. so uh, for me to do that in a game, I that is a part of the game that I really do like. Because, like, you know me, I'm not really that bothered about, like, collectibles and pickups and things like that when I'm playing games. But when it comes to car games, be able to, like, pick my wheels, the colour, yeah. body I've kit, just got to say, things so like let me that. just cut you off a minute. 
I just got to say, Jansen's got a car. He's got a Peugeot. Was it 106? Yeah. He's had for years, and he spent like 30 or 40 grand on it. And you're probably thinking, a 106. But if you see this thing, it's immense. A Honda R-Type engine in the back of it, and it's all rear-wheel drive. It's got massive light brakes. Do you know what? Have you got any pictures of it, Jans? No, because I've kind of kept it on the loadout. Uh, but yeah, sorry, do carry on then. We won't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like, so in the game, I do I do like customising cars because it is one thing in a game that I do find interesting. I yeah. do like the simulation side of it, but not when it gets too hardcore simulator. So as soon as you touch the grass, you spin out and yeah. then you lose the race. So some um, games are yeah. like overly realistic and yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not fun. But do you nah. know what? I used it needs to, to be like... a bit of arcade. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what I used to like the most on, on I, I don't know if it, I can't remember because it's a long time ago if it was Forza or if it was Gran Turismo or whatever. But I used to, it is Forza I think where you used to make the skins your own skins for the cars and you used to be able to sell them for money in game to buy other cars. That's Forza. Yeah. Uh, I don't and think I, you can do it in Gran Turismo. Yeah, I don't think you can do that anymore. But I used to love that idea because I would spend hours upon hours of making cars like the Union Jack flag on them and stuff and like police cars and you know and stuff like that and then you could just sell them on the market and make more money to buy more cars with so you didn't actually have to race the really long races if you didn't want to you can make money elsewhere and I and there was like also setups you could make a setup or like kit a car up to a certain degree and then you can sell that setup to somebody so they can like if you've got say a skyline and you've got the setup so it's running the fastest pull away time you can then sell that to somebody else and say it goes 0 to 60 in in three seconds you know and you can sell that to another player for like 100 credits or something you know yeah and i used to love that about it because i could just sit doing that in like the artwork side of it because i thought it was quite interesting because they had the same kind of thing in gran turismo but it wasn't that you could save your settings or share them but people online in blogs and stuff would have a list of the cars that they had done and yeah. like the optimal customization yeah. for Top that speed or acceleration yeah. or that. And so you could just go online and then just copy the stats that someone else has got and like configure your car exactly like yeah. theirs. That obviously didn't cost you anything. Yeah, it's been done. I've done it. Something I used to always do is look up for the top speed. You'd have a car going at 300 mile an hour and you'd be like, yes. Yeah. And just for no reason. Yeah, and it would be like a Vauxhall Corsa or something. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. <laughs> but yeah, also... They've got, like, the co-op, they've got this new seamless four-player co-op. So say all three of us are playing a game and we're in the world randomly, yeah? I click one button and all of a sudden our, our worlds, us three, will merge together. So you'll be playing your own world and then all of a sudden we press a button to join and say I'm driving down the motorway and you're coming off a dirt track, all of a sudden you'll merge into my game. I'll merge their worlds to go together. So you'll just all of a sudden be in my game as well. And it's like that drop in, drop out. So I can just drive in, okay. catch up with you, and then we can drive to a mission and do a, do a race. That reminds know? me of another game, but I can't think of the name at the moment. It it does. It did look really really good, and it's exclusive to like Xbox and uh, and Windows 10. So you know it's going to be there first. So I I personally I played Forza Horizon the first one, and mm, it was all right. I didn't like the whole party side of it and all that. I just prefer to do. I like the barn, like the barn finds and stuff like that, where you find all the cars in the barns and, and you fix them up and stuff. Then I went on to the Forza Horizon 2. I wasn't that interested in that really, as I was the as the first one. But this, it for me, it all depends on if there's all the modifications to the cars. If it's got all the bumpers and all the upgrades and stuff like that, I'll be in there. And if it's got like the design side of it, 
I'll be definitely buying the game and getting in it. It, it probably will be in there. I can't imagine them not doing that, to be honest. Well, you don't know. Nowadays, people like certain stuff. And how many companies just take out the stuff you like? Yeah, unless it's going to be all Try DLC. Saying... That's also something you need to take into yeah. consideration. Yeah. That comes out in September 2016, so not, not too far away. Ah, we'll but see then. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, but again, it would, be, it would surprise me if they take that one out. But yeah, that's, uh, that's Forza Horizon 3. Let's know what you think about it. Uh, anything that we've come up with, if you need to tell us anything, just let us know. Right, my next, my next big thing that I uh, came across was Bethesda Fallout 4. What did you think about that? Did you even look at it, you two? Did you the, the contraption thingy. Uh, yeah, I the saw con- the, the VR. Yeah, there's a few different things for it. You've got like, first off, you've got the um, contraptions. And do you know what? I don't know if the contraptions thing is something that I'm personally going to be into. It's pretty Oof. much, you can get, they're saying that you'll be able to gather all sorts of resources really easily and all that, but basically you can get loads and loads of gather resources and then you can make these crazy contraptions that make lights go on and make things happen and make traps work and turrets work and stuff like that. And like, did you watch the video? You can see like the little ball roll rounds, like the slide sort of thing. Like yeah, I watched the video, and there's and then, also, I think, a beta going on where certain people can do stuff, and they, they're making mm, the most insane creations at the moment. Yeah, the <laughs> thing is, is for me, is that just going too far away from the game? My personal thought was, why do we need this in the game? Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> if it was cool like feature. a multiplayer setting for somehow, I could probably understand it, but this... Like, you mean there's just no, there's yeah, no there's reason no... for it? Yeah, I don't see any reason to do it. Well, maybe to extend the life of the game. They've put the game out there, people have played it, completed it, and might be putting it down and moving on to something else. So it's a way that they can add a few extra bits to it to, like, stretch it out a little bit longer. Well, they've also got got your own vault, isn't it? In there as well, there's your own vault. You can build your own vault underground. So you you have the entrance. I don't know the specifics of how it works, whether it's a certain area or you can put it into each place where there's a house, but you can have a vault opening and then you basically build the tunnels and stairs and you can build it as big as you want. So you can have, and you know, the, um, the, the, the small game of the fallout shelter. Yeah. Yeah. You can have like on that, you can have, you can do experiments on people and stuff like that. So they've got this more personalized side of when you're going out into the wilderness, like, like it's a bit sad, but for me, I wanted to, at one point, you know, you could see the magazines in racks, and you get you get stats from collecting magazines, don't you? Yeah. And like they're like Gragnog and whatever. Now I went around and collected all the magazines and saved them, and I tried to take a seat a, a rack with me back because in my house I wanted to collect all the magazines in the game, put them in the rack, and put them in my house. Now for me, the vault thing is something I'd really like because I'd collect items from all over the world and I'd put them on the walls and stuff in my vault because that's just how sad I am. I do, I love collect I love it. I'm like I'm gonna talk about Terraria later on, and in that game I can put everything I collect on the walls. So I've got this massive house and I've got like all my guns and stuff on the wall, it's amazing. But yeah, the vault, you can do whatever you want, you can have all different types of rooms. That's another part of it. That is something I would be interested in, which I thought really looked really good. You know? Yeah, it looks really good, but for me personally, I'm not really sure what I want to be doing after I finish the storyline, which I still haven't completed, by the way. Uh, <laughs> well, this is the thing. For people that haven't finished the storyline, you can you can mould that into it. So you can start with building your thing, your vault, and then carry on with the storyline. It brings a, it just brings a new lease of life to the game, doesn't it? 
Yeah, maybe. But speaking of carrying on, I still haven't visited Diamond City. <laughs> oh my god! Really, I should really oh go god. there someday. <laughs> How many hours you played? Uh, about sixty. That's <laughs> just mad. Sixty hours, and you haven't even got to the first mission. Like the uh, I think you have the first mission to go to Diamond City. No, I mean uh, like the, you haven't got into the game yet. You haven't even got stuck into the game. That, that's that's where I diverted from the main uh, but, part and just went on. Yeah, but you've got to be honest. The reason why I think you stopped playing Fallout Four was because I'm still you, playing it. That's you it. played it. No, you played it at the beginning, and you got all them bugs that kept annoying you because the game was wasn't finished properly, and you you got gave up at at the first hurdle. Yeah, but I'm still playing. I just haven't played the storyline. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> moving on, another thing they're bringing out, it was just a clip, and I don't know if you two saw this, was Nuka World. Nope, I haven't seen this no. one. It looked like, imagine you're outside a theme park at the gates, and you're looking in, it's like that, you can just see Nuka World, and you can see all things going on in the background, and it just left it totally open like that. So it might so, be a bit of a park attack, but themes around Fallout. I, yeah, I don't know if it's just an area for missions in like normal storyline, or if it's like you can do the contraptions in there or what, I'm not sure. But they just left you hanging with Nuka World. And it was like a theme park like Disneyland or something. It looked like. And they just left it at that. And that's all you, that's all you got told, really. So we have to see how that goes. But again, they're, they're bringing more stuff into it. But do you know what? One thing also as well, they've brought in all of the uh, mods now, haven't they? So people can do their own content and that. But I find a little bit, there's so many mods coming out now, that and but it is good for like people that want more of the game. But I'm finding it a bit overwhelming. I don't know. I, when I look on there, I'm like, do I do this? Do I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? Is that going to ruin my game? So, yeah, there's always a choice you have to make there when uh, you go into yeah. the mobbing uh, community. You know, is it worth to complete the game first properly with nothing in there? Or is it worth doing some of them first? It's, it's just probably one more for the people that have completed it and mm. need something new and then the mod comes out and then they can download that crack on with that yeah but at least but you know they're there when you're done there's more to it yeah don't you don't have to finish the game and then move on to something else yeah, yeah. that's a great thing about modding you can choose your own uh, stuff that you want yeah yeah it's, it's good i've got to be honest though it's good that they're that bethesda are still bringing all this content out for it and they're, they're still trying to hype it up uh, and i make think it there's sound still special. one more expansion to go after this one if I remember. What, after Nuka World as well? Oh, yeah, I think there's one more to go. I'm not sure. I think they said they were bringing out like five add-ons for it. Yeah. I don't remember um, exactly. Also, an, another little bit of news from them is what they come up and said on their uh, conference was, did you play Fallout Shelter on your phone, any of you? No. Before, I know uh, what it is, but I haven't played it. Before Fallout 4 came out, they brought this out as a little teaser, and, and, and it was just a little game to start with, but then it went massive. It was the highest rated game on iTunes and all that at the time. And it, to be honest, it is a very addictive little game. You have people turn up your vault, you give them jobs. With the more jobs you get, the more stuff you can do, you send them out. And it's just like Fallout, but like a strategy version where you dig down into the vault and you make more and more rooms. Now, they've decided to bring this to PC uh, as a mini game. So do you know what? If you're at work and you've got it like on the button so you can switch in and out of your work and gaming that's a really cool game to have because you just flick in and out of it. So there'll be a lot of people pleased about that because it was a cool little game. Personally, for me, I, I had to switch it off. I got too addicted to it and I was finding myself driving my car, looking at my phone and stuff, you know. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's flashing up. This has happened, <laughs> you know. Someone's raiding. I better do this. So in the end, I just got rid of it because it was getting too... Smart uh... move, I think, Nick. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what it's like? These games on the phones, I play them not for... I just don't play them for that reason. 
because they get so highly addictive and they always give you a time scale to wait. So you're like, oh, I'll do this, I'll build this, blah, 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 10 minute countdown. So you're looking at your phone and then you see your light flash on your phone, you're like, oh, it's ready. Yeah, normally I'm not a mobile gamer, but yeah, we'll get to yeah. that later. But <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, we'll get to your bit of that later on. Yeah. But yeah, that, so they got that. Another one that came up as well, why I was talking about these lot, is the Elder Scrolls. See anything about Elder Scrolls coming out again? Being yeah, there's a new one coming, yeah? Yeah, they're gonna, they've remastered the whole thing. So it's all up-to-date graphics, really, really nice looking. Yeah, which which is a bit of a shame because with just one or two mods, you can do the same thing with your Skyrim version. Yeah, that is true, but... Because this one, I think, personally, is, is more marketed towards consoles because modding there is a lot more difficult than it is on the PC. And uh, you can actually have your game look very, very nice with just a few mods. Yeah, but the Even mods are coming to console as well. Sorry? The mods are coming to console. They're already on console for Fallout 4. I yeah, think. but it's, it's a lot more difficult on console. Um, well, I think what they're trying game. to do, I think what they're trying to do is bridge the gap between console, Xbox One, and PC. So Yeah, that's, that's what they've been wanting for, for years now. Eh? Yeah. They get the streaming I, I, service and all that stuff now. So. I, I don't really know a whole lot deal about it, but do you know what? I can't see it. Obviously, PlayStation, yeah, they, they ain't, they've got issues trying to do that stuff. But with an Xbox, it just runs. It's, if you open your Xbox up, it's just basically a PC in there anyway. Yeah, but the thing is also, uh, Skyrim is also the most modded game in the history of gaming, I guess. I don't think there's yeah. any game out there that's more mods than Skyrim. Uh. Yeah, but uh, do you know what? I've got to say, Skyrim, that was an immense game. I've completed that game. I've played Oblivion. I've been through yeah. all of them, and I've, I've I've done hundreds and hundreds of hours in them. Now, on that game, to have it, if you haven't played it, be a game that you definitely, definitely would want to buy because it's just an amazing game. The amount of stuff in yeah, there. And Honestly, it's dirt cheap now also to buy. So. Well, it's not now. It was £2.50 the last, last sale. And this time's come round and it's like, I think it's like 7 dollars I'm not sure, but it's gone up. Yeah, I paid premium full price for it when I bought but, it new. But then, so. do you know what? I was going to say earlier on, uh, in a little while, about the Steam sales. That was another bit of my news. But as we just brought it up, do you know what? The Steam, Steam sales are getting rubbish, man. You There's... don't need to wait for, uh, wait for the last week. I think it, it's going to get better then. Yeah, the There's... thing is... I remember a couple of years back, you'd get onto the Steam sales, you'd save all your money for then, and you'd just buy 20 games for, yeah. for like pennies. Now, games are like, even the ones that have gone platinum or whatever, and they've sold millions of copies or whatever, they used to be like £2.50, and you'd be like, yes, I've got that, I get that. Like Far Cry 3, like Elder Scrolls, Fallout, yeah. Fallout 2, Fallout New Vegas, all them would be like two, cup, two or three quid. Yeah, yeah, now it's, now it's almost all indie games at the moment, but if you want some good uh, sales, there's a, a few good sales going on on uh, good old games on GOG.com. Yeah. Their sales, th this year, their sales are better, to be honest. Yeah, because yeah, point... everyone just looks on Steam, but if you look around, you can find things a lot cheaper. Skyrim, I was going to say, on Steam is 50% off at the moment, so yeah, it's 4.99. Yeah, 4.99, but it used to be £2.50. Yeah. And that's what's a bit annoyed me because obviously it's because the new one's coming out. They're not going to sell things cheap again. They're, they're going to bring a new lease of life to it. But for me, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's not just that game. I can understand why they're doing it. But other games in general used to get 70 to 90% off games on the sales. And now you're getting like um, 70 to 90. Yeah, now you're getting like 20% off. Yeah, you're getting a little bit of a saving. But everybody waits for them Steam sales because they used to be the best times. And I just think yeah. they're not, not as good anymore. Nope. You have a point there, but I also think there's been an influx of indie games uh, over the last two or three years. 
And I think Steam is capitalizing on those a little bit more to get the indie scene uh, more in yeah. front, so to speak. That's that's my personal opinion, but it, it kind of looks that way. I don't know. I just felt a bit disappointed with, with Steam because... Yeah, I agree. You so know, far, the sales aren't really that wonderful. Yeah, you speak, totally to, you speak to any PC gamer, and then you compare them with any Xbox One gamer, yeah? And then you'll go, what's the main difference? We get our games for pennies. Yeah. You pay 50 quid for a game. That's, what's, that's what I like about my PC the most. I can I can get some like pocket money in my pocket, tenner, and I can go, oh, I'll buy two games for that. And there'll be games that were AAA games a year ago or so. But yeah. now it's, it's not happening anymore. It don't feel like it's happening anymore. Now you need to shop smart now. But there's also so many different platforms. I mean, Steam actually still is rules all, so to speak. But you have Origin, good old games. They're all out there. So. Origin, man. They never put a sale on ever. Like They do put sales on, but never anything really, really good. No, they, they give a free game every now and then, and that's about it. So. It's always good to look at G2A, because they've always got good deals. Yeah, the only thing is G2A, G2A just uh, came in the news not that long ago about uh, selling some faulty keys or something. Not really? sure. Personally I, personally, I never had problems with G2A, though. But uh, I think yeah. that's because the, they've got like a marketplace. So they do give you like a guarantee that you can pay an insurance to guarantee the key you're buying like will work. But I suppose yeah, they do. Don't, if you don't want to pay the extra 50p or whatever... Yeah, it's a G, the G2A shield. Yeah, it's an extra 50p or something, but if you don't pay that, then you're buying from a marketplace. But yeah, like, right, moving on. Next thing I'm, I'm going to bring up, which uh, might not be for you two too so much, partly, but the major thing is Minecraft. You don't like Minecraft, you two, do you? No. Nope. Have you ever played <laughs> Minecraft? Yeah. Yep. I thought you might like it a bit, Jansen, because you're pretty creative. I thought you might be interested in that. Yeah, didn't like it at all. No? Same here. This is the no. first game ever where I said, no, no, I can't look at these graphics. Like, You're no. lying. You're lying. Because <laughs> you said that about Empyrean. No, those weren't the graphics. That was just a stupid game. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, I, why do I have to keep telling people this? If you don't like the graphics on Minecraft, just put a graphics mod on it and make it HD. Yeah, it still looks like shit. You can, no, <laughs> it doesn't. If you look on my computer, it looks wicked. It looks like real life. Yeah, no. Yeah, it does. Now, what I was about to say is, they're bringing... Did you, I watched a whole conference about this, and they're bringing VR to Minecraft. Now, whatever you say, I don't care. Because if you're in Minecraft either way, and you've got a VR headset on, everything you've built is going to look mad. If you've built like a... Like I built in one of my games, yeah? A like 20-story glass building. Yeah? Now, I'll be able to walk around in that, and look around, go up and down, go into my tunnels under the ground... You know, when you get a big like big hole in the ground, it's gonna look real. You know, it might be a bit blocky, but that's gonna you gotta admit that's gonna be mad for for virtual reality. Yeah, but you can already get architectural games that use VR where you can build realistic buildings from the ground up. You don't have to mine for the stuff, you've got stuff there. Yeah, but that's the whole point, is that's the game of it though, isn't it? If I yeah, I know, to, but if I wanted the... to be if I wanted to be an architect, I'd be an architect, but I don't. I want to play the game. So I like yeah, to build the game, tunnels. Yeah, but the game is building. So it's architecture. But it's not building, though. That's just what everybody thinks. It's got a storyline and everything. You go and you have to kill the dragon at the end and you have to collect stuff. Yeah, but the main point of it is the building. It's the mining and building. But if, you, if you're going to take it to the next level where you're going to do it in VR, you're going to walk around in something that looks like cheap Lego or you could have nah, like nah, a nah. HD it, rendered 
building that you could walk around that's got carpet on the floor. It's got yeah, but that's the paper on the, the walls. I like Minecraft, same as millions and millions. It's probably one of the biggest games ever sold. Yeah, it probably is. But, and that's what I'm saying, I play that game anyway on a flat screen, yeah, on a 2D screen, yeah. I can now go in there. That's what I'm getting at. If I already like the game when it is blocky and on a 2D screen, I'm going to love it when I'm in the game. But I hate it, so I'll probably get in there and hate it even more because yeah, I but, can see it all around me. But if we had the whole of the people in this country, yeah, or in the world, saying about Minecraft VR, they'd all be like, fucking hell, it's amazing. Yeah, they probably would. So you'd be the one that was on the sideline going, I don't like it. But yeah. what I'm saying is, from the world's point of view, it's going to be amazing. Don't worry, Chanson, I'll beat you on the sideline <laughs> on this one. Nah, there's millions of them with me. <laughs> But yeah, they're going to do that in VR, and it's going to be um, cross-platform as well. Yeah. Now, they, they've brought out these Realms. I thought Realms was already out, to be honest. And Realms is basically where you pay a little subscription to have your own server hosted somewhere else with another with somebody. Now, I run my own servers, so I don't need to do that. But for people like, say, my daughter that plays Minecraft, it's easy for her to then go, oh, I'll buy Realms. Mum and Dad can pay a fiver a month or whatever it is. And then all the friends at school... You just give them, give them like an address to go to or an invite from your friends list. It makes it really, really easy for you to jump into games together. Now, that's another thing there. But they, I, I thought it was already out, but they say they're going to bring out and it's going to be cross-platform. So not only are you now going to be able to like play like PC, you're also going to be able to play on your mobile phone from a PC with your mate who's on his phone. Yeah, because I saw the thing about the cross-platform and they were saying it's going to be the first, which is completely cross-platform so yeah. you'll get people playing on a pc and you'll get people playing on a tablet someone yeah, on a phone, phone someone on a playstation someone on an xbox mm. so it's like at the moment when they say cross-platform it's normally one platform on different devices yeah but see this is complete cross-platform yeah another thing that baffles me a bit is i've got my own server running yeah now when i had a server my knowledge of what in-game is to me is I can walk as far as far as I want to the horizon and just keep walking and it will keep going as long as my computer can take it, yeah? In Realms, I think there's only a certain amount of space. I don't know how big that is, but to me, that's something that I don't really like being restricted. That could be a payment issue as well because it might Maybe. be the more you pay, the more space you have, the bigger your mm. world. I don't know if it is going to be like that. I really don't. I don't. I don't know. I can't say, to be honest. But that's just something that I thought about. You know, I like to... Because if you go into my Minecraft world, I've got a program on my computer that will render your world for you from, like, top down or, like, at an angle. So you can see your whole world as, like, looking, say, the UK, looking from a satellite in at the UK, you can see everything. So I can see all the different biomes. I can see that one player has just turned left and walked off for 100 miles that way. He, it's just where his vision was when he was walking, that part of the map's rendered right out to the left. I've got buildings right up north, right down south, and I can see all them. Now, if it was only so many squares each way, that's going to mean everybody's in a certain area. I like the fact of the secretism of having my buildings hidden miles away. Like, you can walk for miles on my map and not find anything, but then you'll go underground and you'll find a whole city under there. There's one area where you've got, like, tower blocks going right up to the sky... And there's loads of them, but they're just in the middle of a desert, like Vegas, you know? And that's the way I like my maps. But if it's going to be these realms, is it going to be everybody's going to be able to 
quite easily bump into each other or is it still going to be that vast that you're not going to see people you know i'd imagine it'd be quite big i doubt it would be like you're building something here and then you walk 10 seconds one direction and you see someone else building theirs it will probably be quite big but it probably won't be infinite like what you're talking about because yeah, obviously it's massive. on it's on a shared server yeah my one's massive you can walk for 15 minutes under a tunnel in a long straight line and then you'll come to a jungle vr on minecraft that's something that i would definitely play and because because minecraft to me is a bit like um Empyrean is to you jans it's something yeah. that it's not so much the gameplay it's something you just enjoy doing as a time filler you just yeah. like to do stuff and that that being able to be in there i'll tell you what there's one thing though that i don't get and if anyone knows this please send an, a, like, an email in to us vr i'm gonna buy it soon i was gonna go for the htc vive because there's a lot more games compatibility i've heard a lot more things about it being better um and better quality graphics and stuff now i don't know the ins and outs of all of it i haven't looked fully yet until i'm gonna buy one but somebody mentioned to me that the vive it has sensors in the room so you have to walk around i want one i can sit at my desk and play i thought room sensors were an add-on it's not something that you have to have so you can no, it comes with it yeah but it's not something that you have to use oh is it so i can still sit down at my desk because i don't want to walk around my room i'm going to keep bumping into things <laughs> yeah dude that's, that's, that's what vr is all about <laughs> yeah but that's why i think if you've just got the two handsets and you've got the helmet on then it's working on like the accelerometers that are fixed on you but if you want to add something extra to it you can then use the room sensors and then it can see you moving around the room as well i think it's use it or not it's up to you yeah well i'm hoping because i want to go for the vive but i want to be able to sit down because when i went to that show like you saw yourself all of the oculus rifts were playing like dated sort of looking games but all of the vibes we saw was having full hd really really good graphics really like nice games and we witnessed that ourselves without no one telling us. That's just what we saw. And was something we, like an observation for ourselves, wasn't it? Yeah. So, but yeah, um, right, moving on. Another thing. I've only played the first one, and I think I might have played a little bit of the second one. Dead Rising 4. What do you reckon of that? Uh, no opinion on that one because I haven't seen it. I didn't, never... see, I didn't see the new one, but the older games. Yeah, you're going to say uh, you remember the one of the advert with the guy driving around a little kid's bike. Yeah, no, I had that. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah with the with the older games i did like them because i, I like zombie games they weren't um, fast paced was they you just go around mowing them all down they're just like yeah. creeping towards you <laughs> yeah because rather than having like one or two chasing you yeah hundreds. You've, you've got hordes of them but they're quite slow so yeah. it was just completely different type of gameplay yeah but, and it was all about building the weapons as well yeah like you could build weapons out of all sorts of stuff and then you'd get like a boss which would be like a like a supreme zombie which is like totally messed up or saying you know it's pretty pretty cool i actually had the game and liked it but i'd never had I, was it it was multiplayer wasn't it i'd never played it in multiplayer and played no i never played it multiplayer i'm sure it was multiplayer but that's what i was thinking one thing about this one would be is because it's like more up to date we'll probably be able to play together uh, and it'd be like seamless it'd be really good yeah you know we can just mode this what's what's so enjoyable about just mashing up loads of people that it's depends weird. on what game it is. <laughs> yeah, but like zombies, if there's hundreds of them, you just enjoy going around and just carving them all up, don't you? Yeah, because oh, yeah. I think you get more satisfaction of like mowing a few of them down <laughs> rather than like taking out one or two. 
Like, yeah, if you've got a baseball bat and it's got spikes on it and there's 10, 10 of them standing next to other and you just swing it and take all 10 of their heads off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the same like in a game when you're running around with, saw, man. with a handgun and you're shooting like one at a time and then you find yeah. a midi gun and yeah, you, shoot, <laughs> you shoot 100 of them in like two seconds. Chainsaws have been done, dude. I'm done with the chainsaws. Everyone no, always loves no. a chainsaw in a game, don't they? Of course. They're the it's, coolest it, it, thing ever. It is the classic weapon against zombies, but there's a lot it's more done. effective stuff out there now. It's done, man. Like no, Left it's, it's still pretty gory. It's all you need. Look at Left 4 Dead. Now, you've all played Left 4 Dead. Look at that when yep. you got the electrocution mod. That was much better. You hit them with a golf club with electric on it. You whack them, and then they're just like dancing all over the floor, and it's like scattering all across the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to be honest, they could do that in Dead Island also. So. Yeah, mm, it's true. But yeah, Dead Rising 4, that looks pretty good. That's pretty much for me on E3, which I enjoyed the most. What about you? Who's up next? Well, the only game actually I looked forward to was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. No, I'm yeah. not, not sure if you played the, the, the previous Mass Effect. Well, I played the first one. I love okay. that. Yeah, well, the around... first one and the second one were really good. Yeah, the you drive around one... a little buggy. You didn't even have this in the second one. You drive around a little buggy, you go to different planets. That's what I liked about it, going to different planets. Doing a little bit of exploration, trying to find the bits and that, yeah. and going back. The cool thing was with if you played Mass Effect One, you could import your character in Mass Effect Two, and you could import it in Mass Effect Three. So you could actually take your your entire character. Uh, yeah, but they change again. They changed the game. Yeah, but that's, that's because if you play the third one, you play the Shepard again, and the ending was so horribly bad. They actually had to rewrite the ending. The ending yeah, for it. I can vaguely remember about it. Yeah, so because there was such an uproar, and I, I finished the game with the the original ending, and I was like, mm. okay, personally, I didn't have my character anymore from the first and the second one at that point, but I can understand where people were, were so pissed off, because you played, like, let's say, a hundred hours in the game to get to that ending, and that ending was like, everybody died. Yeah. Like, literally, everybody died, and then some old dude starts talking about the shepherd and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. this is not well, an ending, so... Was I right in seeing, when I watched this, uh, the, I, I didn't watch full conference about it, I watched just little bits and pieces about it, and Commander Shepard in this one's a woman. Uh, yeah, I think so I too, suppose but... you're going to get a choice, but in the advert uh, for it, there was a woman, wasn't there? Because they, they didn't reveal anything about the storyline or whatever it's going to be, because personally, I think this is going to be a bit more of an open world, because, well, that's a thing these days. Open world, uh, but I'm not really sure what the storyline will be, because... We actually had a conclusion of the storyline in the third one. Yeah, but when I got to the third one, I was a bit bored of running around that. Is it the Citadel? Uh, is it called the Citadel? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just you're just constantly going back there, running around, doing this, yeah, running sorry, to there, it's doing been this. Yeah, sorry, four years since I played the last time, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I, I, I loved the first one. Absolutely loved it. Second one, I really enjoyed. Third one, I'd got bored by then. It's just a bit too yeah, samey, samey. The, the third one, you just, wanted, you just wanted to finish uh, because yeah. you could see the story, the end of the, Becoming the a bit of a trilogy. So. I, I haven't played any of them. Well, yeah, Mass really Effect, good games, that's man. another one. Mass Effect, that was going for pennies before. Yeah. You know, That might be one for you to uh, have a look at, Chance. Cause the only what? little bit downside about Mass Effect 3, if I remember there correctly, there's no controller support. Mass Effect it. at the moment, yeah, is 199, Jansen. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> With the first one. Yeah, the first one. So yeah. it's. I would say to you, get on that and play it, because you will really enjoy that game. I think I did play a demo of it, actually. It's a really enjoyable game, man. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't really look into it after playing the demo, but... Because you couldn't be bothered. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> the demo wasn't that good. <laughs> right. 
Well, from what you're saying about Minecraft, maybe it's just you. Maybe you just don't like games. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should go and do a video and film podcast. No, on, on this new Mass Effect Andromeda, of course, the only thing I, I'm speculating is it's going to be in the Andromeda Galaxy and not anymore in our own Milky Way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about the only thing I, I can think of because they showed some some videos, some some screenshots, but th- there weren't any gameplay videos in there. Yeah, to all. be honest with you, man. So, I haven't played Mass Effect for such a long time, and I've played so many games in in the last year. Same here. I played it's the like last time I played was 2012, I think. It's like my Sorry. mind can't keep. It's got. It's ran out of space for information, so now it's like deleting information as I'm putting new stuff in. Yeah, yeah I understand <laughs> because the only thing I remember from Mass Effect 3 was the horrible ending. I didn't even get to the end of it. <laughs> that, I, I that's just... the only the only thing I actually remember <laughs> from that. Do you know what? The main game. thing that sticks in my mind, and I, I think it's free is you're running around this area, which is like the space station or the planet where you, you're based, and you're going you're, back to you're the spaceship. bar. Yeah, you're going back to the bar and talking to some people in the bar, and then you're going back to the person here and talking to them, and then you're going back to this person and talking to them. And I kind of get bored of doing that if I don't yeah, get I, I don't even remember that, so I can't even remember it. So, no? No, it's, like I said, it's been four years since I last played it. I'm probably, if I should play this game again, it's, it's going to be a whole new game for me. So yeah. Which I actually right. should do if I want to play this one at some point, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So, so what else is uh, is on your list? Well, I also saw a few VR pieces, uh, Resident Evil VR. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. That's something I'm, I'm interested in because I I'm going to come back something... to it later because I dabbled into mini VR now a little bit. So I'm going to come back on that one later, but I'm interested yeah. in, in Resident Evil VR. One thing looks... I heard about that is that they were saying that everyone that tried it was sick. So, ah, I didn't read that one. I don't know if it was like an issue with fast-paced. Yeah, it, it's it, whether it's the game or it's the content. So yeah, but Resident Evil One isn't fast-paced. I mean, yeah, because there's there's a lot of like fast-moving games that you can get on VR, and they yeah. seem to have yeah, sorted out the it. latency <laughs> problems. But yeah, with Resident Evil, they were saying that everyone that was going in in the beginning, they were going in trying it out running out and puking so that's the good thing you know this when when vr gets to the stage where the graphics are so good yeah like 4k our human eye can only see an 8k yeah now 4k we're pretty much there when vr gets to the stage where it's at like human eye level yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and we could do them graphics you can have could you imagine being in a game where you're like in a real world and then someone yeah, comes up to you you get a samurai sword and you chop them in half and all their guts fall out i, I can't imagine it but they're if mostly you're, really if you're one far of these people, away from that one yet so. yeah, if you, yeah if you're one of these people though that gets a sight of blood really messes yeah. you up could you imagine that like just going swiping like we're saying about zombie games just now swiping 10 people's heads off and it being looking realistic but exactly because that might I can't be wait, some, man. someone who's a journalist who's playing a few games and they're more into playing things like a legend of zelda and then they get given a go on Resident Evil VR, and then the first thing they see is a zombie's head get blown up. Then, like, yeah, yeah that might turn their stomach. So, yeah. yeah. But honestly, you, you, you said an interesting thing there because I know this is a PC podcast, but we have to have an honorable mention for Legend of Zelda, on the new one that's coming out. Yeah, that's the so, biggest yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I'll be totally honest. I love Zelda. Yes, I've never, I've never played loves any of them apart from the Link to the Past. If I ever go back and play Zelda, I just go back to that. I played them all. I, I love Zelda. It's, it's the only reason I would even consider buying a console again. So, do, do you know, I've got to be honest. Like I say to you guys all the time, I don't like. Well, it's not that I don't like them. 
I just my PC is so so far up the scale compared to any console now that I just can't go back to them. Yeah, one because, thing though, Nintendo never tried to compete with PCs. Yeah, but that's what I'm about to say. What I will say is the console I have in my house is a Nintendo Wii U, and the only reason I have that console is purely because my kids are five at the moment. Family yeah, fun. I've got an eight-year-old, I've got two five-year-olds, and I've got a four-year-old. Yeah. Now, that computer, they can easily handle the games. It's got a controller as normal. And the games, do you know what? I don't even buy new games, really. I buy all the old games. They've got Zelda linked to the past. They've got all the Mario Karts. They've got all yeah. the Marios. They've got Donkey Kong. Them games are games that you can never, ever get bored of. They're not like yeah, games we play. But those are all them. family party games. And that's what I like about them. Not even family consoles. party games. They're fun games. They're games that I grew up to just sitting with my mates in the room going, oh, let's do the level again. Let's do the level again. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you complete the game and then you start again. Because it was Retro fun, gaming for the win, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's what they play. At the moment, uh, I just got them Donkey Kong and he's loving that. He's, he's finished Mario. He's finished uh, the old Marios. He's finished Mario 3D World. And, and he just goes from game to game. And I can see a bit of myself when I was a kid in him, he doesn't go on, they don't go on PC games with the top graphics. So to them, I could give him a game like Terraria, or I can give him a game which is super graphics. It makes no difference to him. He's just having fun. No, they don't. I, I used my daughter for gold farming in World of Warcraft, so she's, she's three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> gold farming. She's three and a half getting abused by loads of fully grown men talking about naughty things. like. No, I, I just let her kill some stuff and... and... Collect the money. <laughs> yeah, I switch. I switch all the computers that they're on. They all play offline because otherwise you get some ten-year-old kid griefing your mum or saying, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, I don't want that. <laughs> well, welcome to the online world. <laughs> yeah. You know, one day it's like you have to do the talk. It's like the sex talk, but it's the computer talk. Look, son, you can go online, but you can't. Don't listen to anyone. Just don't listen to them. Yeah, they the will, is, when they you will go, say nasty things. When you go online, you turn everyone off. You just mute everyone. Because unless you're playing with people you know, yeah. then you, you mute everyone because everyone else is talking a load of crap. Yeah. It is. It's just like you've got all these, these young kids that just come on just to annoy. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I find it funny, but sometimes I just find it annoying. It's, funny, get... it's funny how many 12-year-olds have effed your mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, the funny thing is as well, though, which is really annoying, is the generation change from our generation, which has been brought up with like learning computers from when they first came out, yeah. to this generation. How did they get so advanced over us? You get, you're playing a game of Call of Duty with a, with an eight year old or a ten year old, and he's whipping, he's wiping the floor with you. Yeah, yeah like I said, my because... daughter's three and a half, and she can she can work the iPad better than me. Yeah, you're sitting there going, <laughs> bloody hacker, he's hacking. <laughs> it's just some kid that's well good. Yeah, but you know yeah. how um much time they put into one game <laughs> yeah. because their mum had to buy their uh, computer or console and their game so they've got that one game and yeah. they play that all year <laughs> till their next birthday yeah fair and play they, they get up them. to level 60 in the first like two months yeah Jansen's just had a comeback you tell them Jansen <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, <man. laughs> right where, where was we anyway we've gone right off track as usual yeah, we it's were with uh, E3 and uh, Andromeda, yeah. but like, there's yeah. no more news on Mass Effect Andromeda, that's it. Yeah, oh, we were so. on um, Resident Evil VR. Oh, ah, right, yeah, yeah cool. Resident Evil VR, yeah. <laughs> the, people, the people puking. Well, I didn't yeah. know about that one, to be honest. Uh, if, no, uh, to uh, be honest, I did dabble into VR, which I'm going to go back again later, but there are certain games that were fast-paced, like, after playing, like, 30 minutes, I was like, ugh, I need to stop this. <laughs> what could, yeah, you might as well talk about your VR now. 
your VR is on a mobile phone, isn't it? Yeah, I actually, um, last month, my uh, iPhone died because of certain people flushing it down the toilet. Um, uh, <laughs> so I had to resort to buying a new phone, and because I didn't want the iPhone anymore at this time, I bought a Samsung Galaxy S7. Only to find out uh, after watching a review, because honestly, I didn't know this even existed. I watched a review of the phone, and uh, some dude pulled out the Gear VR. I was like, hey, virtual reality on the phone, and <clears throat> went to look it up online, and it was on sale here in Belgium at the moment. Normally, it's 90, it's 90 euros, and I got it for, I think, 65-something. Don't really before, remember. Before you carry on, I'm just going to say to everybody, we know we don't talk about mobile phones, and we never talk about no mobile phones, because... I absolutely hate it when podcasts start talking about mobile phones. But the only reason he's talking about this is because he's talking about how it goes on to hit the gaming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just testing. I wanted to test the VR out. And honestly, I didn't expect a lot on, on that VR, like mobile phone VR. This is going to suck. <laughs> so that was my first uh, thought. So actually, I bought it. They delivered it. <clears throat> I downloaded a few demos and games. And I was actually pretty surprised. Yeah. If, if this That's... is mobile phone VR... Imagine what what PC VR is gonna be in like a year from now. So yeah. Because this it's not realistic. You get like let's say PlayStation 2 graphics, um, for the sake of argument. And uh, there's a few games in there that were well scary. Like I downloaded a, a little game called Sisters. So you're actually a guy that sits in a sofa. You can't move. You can only uh, move your head around. And there's like these dolls on on the the, the closet. Then a lightning flashes. The dolls are gone. You hear footsteps everywhere. And it's it's well scary because at at some point in the game, you look right next to you, and she's and, there. And <laughs> there's like this doll clawing at you, like ah! I was like, oh fuck! And he turned this. <laughs> and so, he just punched. He just punched his daughter in the face. <laughs> no, no, no. What I did was my, my my reaction, which was I think perfectly natural, I just threw off the goggles, like whoa! <laughs> so uh, I was like, okay. Oh, I, was like, I love okay, the way I, I love like the way this. he says that. He didn't throw his phone off. He threw off his goggles. <laughs> I need to, to get this one off. So it was like you'll have it too when you start. We're starting to do those games. Do you know Trust what? Me. I've got to be honest. I've done no VR whatsoever ever. I've never been in any at phone. Yeah, at this, shows. this is this is like baby VR uh, anyway. But if it's this probably is probably a good first step, isn't it? If you yeah, if so you like haven't got loads of money and you've already got the phone. Like yeah, but honestly, the, the phone is, is, is like 700 euros here. <laughs> yeah, but if someone out there has already got the phone and they're thinking about VR on their PC, that would be a good way to try it out before they fork out hundreds of pounds for like an Oculus. Yeah, this actually, this is powered by Oculus. Uh, it, it says so right there. You buy your game from the Oculus store, not from the Samsung store or Play store, but from the Oculus store. So, right. and also... I haven't tried it yet, so I'm going to come back to that one next month. Apparently, there is a way to hack your uh, Gear VR, so you can actually play PC uh, VR on there. Really? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... I don't know. I'm going to try it out by next month. You know what it do? Next month, he'll come on, Chad, and just say, yep, I've got a new phone because I've broken the old one. <laughs> trying to get it on my PC. Uh, I know. I, I, the only thing I need to download a certain app, like Sideload VR or something, and there's like a ton of code you need to copy and paste. That's uh, I'm gonna do it next next month. <laughs> so I'll be getting a phone call that his PC's broke again. Yeah, because I wouldn't imagine it would be that hard because all the technology that you need is there in the phone. Yeah, and this the is basically yeah the headset is basically an Oculus Rift. Yeah. Only powered by the phone. Yeah. So, so all you're doing is bypassing the phone, and 
using your PC and your phone then just becomes like the peripheral. Really? To me personally, it sounds like uh, impossible. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of YouTube videos out there of people doing it. Yeah. It's like jailbreaking an iPhone. It it can be done. Yeah, but then as soon as a new update comes out, it unjailbreaks and it's broke. Yeah, probably. You don't update, that's why. Yeah, we'll we'll see where where I get up to that one because uh, I'm I'm gonna try it, but I'm not gonna say it's gonna work. So, <laughs> but we'll, we'll if, see what if, happens. If that should work, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like right. I said, like this is my first step into VR, and I kind of liked it. So I'm sold on VR. I hope it catches on. And I said to you before, when you're gonna you're gonna buy the uh, the which one are you gonna buy the the Oculus or the other one or the Vive? I'm gonna buy the Vive. The Vive, well. I'm probably also gonna buy the Vive because I think that one is team supported, and but I'm gonna buy like the second generation to see if it yeah. catches on, and we'll see, we'll see. Well, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. Jansen. Yeah. What have you been doing free free? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Good to see you're interested. Go <laughs> <laughs> crack on, yeah. just crack on. <clears throat> Yeah, a few PC games that I was like really interested in. Most of the stuff that we've covered already were the things that I was interested in as well. The two that really caught my eye is Call of Duty, which in the past has kind of really let me down because I was a huge Call of Duty fan. What Call in of the Duty beginning. is that then? I didn't. I I haven't even heard about Call of Duty. Okay, it's called Infinite Warfare. Okay. And it's it looks like it's it's future based. So it looks like it's based in space, but I don't know if the whole game is in space. There were only like really short clips off the gameplay and it looks really good. Really? And yeah. With the last Call of is, Duty they Is this had, the one in space? Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just went, it's the one in space. And you went, is it the one in space? Yeah, Get but... with a program, dude. Get with a program. No, Wake I, up. What, what I was going to say is this was the most disliked trailer ever on YouTube. Yeah, because when the first one came out, they played a short trailer of it and everyone was like, what the hell is this? This looks like a load of crap. And then it was later (laughs) on that they released a longer trailer that showed you a lot more of what was going on. And then people were like, oh, okay, I get it now. And it, it does look quite cool because with the last one, I didn't like that they were going for like modern warfare, but with futuristic components in it i say this every single time a new one comes out just stick to the army stick yeah. to normal guns yeah and stick to the normal thing just bring out a new one with new guns and new maps yeah. you never do. change a winning team so exactly they went it's... from one where you've got spacesuits on and you're on earth and you're bouncing up walls and all that yeah to now one that's just gone out into space what's next but the thing is i don't i don't mind that they've gone into space because if you're making a more futuristic game and then you're in space and it works, then fair enough. But I didn't like when they were on Earth in today's time with today's weapons, but they were like using exoskeletons to jump over buildings. That's just <laughs> ridiculous. But with this, one, <laughs> with this one, it actually looks like quite realistic. Nah, battling you, in space. You've they, not sold it to me. <laughs> I haven't even spoken about it yet. That's it. I start, it's, it's, as soon as you said Call of Duty in space, I was like, no. Well, the thing is, you should you, check cause, out cause, the trailer oh, for it. And this is, the, this is payback for Minecraft, uh, James. Yeah, look, look, yeah. this, this is how it's going to be in my mind, yeah? This is how 
simplified my mind is. Call of Duty in space. Huh? A Battlefield 1. Old school. On normal land. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to talk about Battlefield as well. But with Call of Duty being in space, it's like, I know with Call of Duty, they kind of had that that recipe that worked and they used it time after time after time. And they probably thought, do you know what? We've got to do something new. And then they messed it up. And then they, <laughs> yeah. they, they've kind of done that again, where they're like, well, look, let, let's change it and do something else. But I think what they've done, rather than taking the old one that worked and trying to add bits to it to change it, they've just done something new. So they're saying, well, look, this is from the ground up. It's just Call of Duty, but in space. So it's more of a futuristic you know shooter. If there's any really hardcore like COD fans out there, please let us know. Because I, I, I do like Call of Duty. I've played it. I've got to be honest. I played the first couple of them up to, I think, Modern Warfare 2 was really good. I really enjoyed. And I enjoyed the normal of the collecting guns and doing the normal thing. Soon as they put that stupid exoskeleton one in where you're jumping up buildings and walls and stuff, I switched off. That was when I yeah. thought, no, it's gone too far. It's yeah. not Call of Duty anymore. Call of Duty is like FIFA. It needs to stay what it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It needs to stay as Call of Duty and it's just a gun one where you shoot each other, run around maps doing stuff. Putting it in space ain't going to make no difference to it. I personally, without even playing it, feel I can go, I'm not going to like it. But I feel like this is will come across as like, a new game but it's just got call of duty name on it so i think as a new game it looks good because it's got zero gravity battles and yeah. you've got like a gra- grappling hook so people have kind of floating around in space using their grappling hook to pull themselves around which is pretty realistic if you're that advanced that you're battling in space you can have a grappling hook and the type of weapons they were using looked a bit more realistic. And the vehicles you were using, it starts off where you're in a spaceship and you're flying around and you're shooting other spaceships. So you've got the dogfighting, but in spaceships. So when mm. I when I watched this, I kind of felt like I'm done with Call of Duty. I'll but, watch it anyway. But I'll watch it anyway <laughs> because it's new and see what it's all about. And I watched it and I was like, actually, this interests me. This is something right, like I this wouldn't second. mind look, like having a go off. It seems like it interests you. Now, from what you've seen of that, if I said, oh, Battlefield 1, put in the olden days, does that straight away, you not just think, I'd rather play that? Yeah, definitely. Because that's the <laughs> next game that I was going to talk about. Because Battlefield is my favourite game. I've been waiting. How come you never play Battlefield of us then on a PC? Because I played it to death by the time you guys were playing it. <laughs> really? Yeah, Battlefield is the game that I I wait for. Like, this is the game that I have been waiting for. So you'll definitely buy this? Yeah, definitely, 100%. Uh, I'll buy it as well then. But I, I like the fact that they have gone old school with it. Yeah, because... it's not new futuristic crap. No, because I like my battles to be a bit more realistic. I don't... I'm not so much into, like, the futuristic stuff, even though I'm saying, like, the Call of Duty does interest me. But I, I do like my first-person shooters to be more realistic. Yeah. And I don't like Armour 3, where they've tried to make it too realistic. Well, Armour 3 is a simulator. Yeah, and it just that does nothing for me. Really? So, Armour 3 is wicked. No, but Battlefield, it's got that cross between arcade and realism. 
So it's got yeah, arcade gameplay. Yeah, more fast-paced, of course. Yeah, but without the Call of Duty getting shot in the back every two seconds, that Battlefield, Battlefield. Battlefield, you can use a bit more of a tactical approach with like the missions that you do and really? like your multiplayer. Yeah. All the Battlefield I've played, I get sniped from miles away, and I spawn <laughs> and I get sniped, and I spawn and I get sniped. Yeah, welcome to Battlefield. That's that's not my experience because I, I feel like the maps are that much bigger, and you've got the vehicles yeah. you can go around in. You yeah, can so team like, up oh, with I someone. I keep getting sniped, so I'm just going to jump in this tank and just fire shells at people instead. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, servers that you're getting on. It's just like all snipers. No, on the PC, it's pretty. You do get pretty killed pretty easily. You don't stay alive very long. Uh, but, but but that's, that's, not, not, that's not my experience though. But Battlefield but... Battlefield One. What the thing that I like the sound of about this is it going backwards instead of forwards in time. Is yeah. I would like to see a first-person shooter like Call of Duty Battlefield where it is more takes longer to do. So if I've got an old-fashioned handgun, you know that can jam and things can go wrong, I can only shoot one bullet and then have to reload. That takes it to a whole new level for me because it's like oh i can't just run around just reeling off bullets with my gun yeah. that does a million shots per second yeah. it's like i have to worry about when i shoot my one round off because if there's two people i might not be able to reload in time yeah you know it's the same with like the heavy guns that you might have like you've you've got it on a trolley so it takes yeah. two of you to wheel a trolley into position for you to take a shot at a tank yeah so it's got more tactical, more thinking. There's like a lot more to it. Yeah. It's not just... Because that does annoy me when it's just like... this manic. It's not like real Battlefield because a real Battlefield, you don't just run out into the open like a headless chicken shooting bullets at everyone. No. You know? You hide behind a wall and you think, hold on a minute, if I pop out, someone's going to shoot me in the face. Yeah. You know? And I think Battlefield 1 will be a bit more like that, I'm hoping. Yeah. And it looks good. Like, from the trailers that I've seen, it does look really good. And that's what I always thought with Battlefield, is that it looks a lot more realistic, and you kind of get that feel of a, a real Battlefield. Yeah, being on the Battlefield, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing with Battlefield that I've always found, because I play, like most of my games, I play through my surround sound system, and I've got a pretty good cinema setup. And so I can really tell the difference between games with good sound and games that don't yeah. really like bother with their sound. And yeah, like the 3D sound on that, where you can hear like things in the background and yeah. the left and right and all that. Battlefield is like up there with some of the best sound effects yeah. like, for any game. Getting mates around and playing a split screen and having like surround sound on, just the sound of like machine guns going off or a shell exploding near yeah. you. Battlefield for me like ticks all the boxes and so Battlefield 1 is a game that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I think I'll be getting that because see for me with Call of Duty Battlefield games I like to I'll only buy that if I know so many people who are going to buy it as well and play it regularly because it's one of them games that you keep you keep unlocking stuff and you keep getting new stuff and I want to get all the way through it, you know. Yeah. So for me, I'll, I'll definitely be getting that as well because I thought it did look pretty cool. I watched a video of it and where you've got like the horses running across and you've mm. got them like with their old handguns and stuff. Yeah. It does look pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, that that's the highlight for me, I'd say, in E3 is Battlefield. Call of Duty is something that I wouldn't normally look at but kind of surprised me. You're going to give it a chance. Yeah. Uh, a couple oh, of other ones that we've spoken about before that they were talking about was the south park 
Yeah, I still heard something about South Park sticking to the tree. Yeah, yeah, no, shattered no, butthole. The, the fractured butthole. Uh, yeah, fractured butthole. What is it? A set, uh, and DLC or is it a new game? No, it's a new, new game. game. Oh, really? I haven't played the first one. Everybody bangs on about how good it is. But Dude, I've just. You should play it on my account. It's, it's, it's super. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's, it's really, really funny. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. And it's um, kind of based around um, a kind of World of Warcraft kind of theme. And like they're playing role playing games, and with this one, they're um, superheroes. They're superheroes, yeah. yeah. And it's meant to be like the next day they're out again playing with their friends, and this time oh, they're right. playing as superheroes. Yeah, you got oh, the cool. coon in there, and, and raspberry mint, and all that stuff. So, yeah, if you watch a series, you know all the characters. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was another one that I thought that's that's a good one to look at and the second one was friday the 13th and you know how much i love that. oh do you know what <laughs> i i look at i've been spreading the word about friday the 13th i sent it i've sent all loads of stuff to you and that about it yeah I, do you know what i didn't even write that in my notes or do anything about it but i, I saw that because that came up on there and i watched a whole massive video on it as well on gameplay yeah and it looks really really good and yeah. i remember seeing it and going bloody hell i need to text jansen put up I'll add him in on Twitter. You don't ever look at your bloody Twitter, do you? <laughs> I did. I did see the messages afterwards, ah, though. And I, I you all different ones. Useless. Yeah, I did watch one of the links that you sent me, though. But um, some of the stuff you were sending me, it's things I'd seen already. But it yeah, looks the, wicked. Yeah, the gameplay does look pretty good. Even, have you seen it? Have even I'm finished. Yeah. Have you seen the bit where there's the the guys running? Because the way the way this Jason's going to work is one of you plays Jason, and then you're on a massive campus like a holiday camp in America and you pretty much just have to run away from him. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, multiplayer because yeah, one you can hear his heart Jason and yeah. the rest of you play like yeah. the victims. And you, and you hear his heartbeat like boom, boom, boom. And then like he's walking around the room and, and like, you can hide in different areas and that. It's a bit like that game we played before um, dead realm. And basically the guy gets under the bed and you see Jason come through the door and he's looking around and you're thinking, ah, it's going to get me. <laughs> but I've got to say, it was obviously it's an early video, but all of the murders that I saw on it were pretty similar. He gets the head and smashes them against a brick, or he gets the head and smashes yeah. them against the floor. Yeah. And I thought we need to see a bit more of that in there. Yeah, but they yeah, did but this say... is still in development, so give yeah. it because, time. But the thing is, we reviewed it before, didn't we? And we talked about it, and, yeah. and yeah. the main focus you focused on was all the different elaborate like deaths that he can do. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't really see it. I don't, obviously, they don't want to give it away, I suppose. Yeah, because I think they wanted you to see like that there are different ways that you can kill people but they probably left it to just two because it's it'd be a good surprise when you play the game yeah. all the other different deaths that you can like dish out yeah no that does that does look good i think that's a game that we will definitely have to get a go on because it does look yeah, pretty cool that sure. game. yeah because that'd um, be pretty funny like us running around in that game all yeah together. that's like that's like dead realm i don't know if you ever played dead realm it's the no, same I, thing. I know about it, but yeah. Is that the one it. with the ghost? Yeah, it's where you're in a yeah, massive old mansion one, yeah. and you just have to chase your mates around and catch them. And that was, and yeah. you could be like a little baby, right? And he's like, you can hear him running his footsteps. <laughs> and that that was pretty. That was pretty. We when we reviewed it before, I think our final review on it was, you know, is a good time filler, but you do get. I, I think now there's a lot more content in the game, but that was when it was in early beta stage, and it was there wasn't a lot in it then, so we got a little bit of uh, like played it over and over again. It become a time filler, but we didn't play it. Because there's nothing else more to do in the game, but now I think there's a lot more in the game. So Dead Realm, check that out if you like the idea of Jason yeah. as a as another game like that. 
Yeah. But um, there was that other game that's just come out recently as well. That's another. Um, I can't think of the name of it. But there's another game recently that's come out, a horror game, where it's a multiplayer and you run around and kill each other. I can't. I can't for the life of me think of the no, name of it. No idea. Sorry. Uh, when I get it, I'll tell you next time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much sums up our version of E3. What we. Oh like. no! I've still got a couple more. Oh, have you? Yeah. Just Ooh. a couple of things that I saw that kind of caught my eye, but they are console games. Uh, uh, so I'm not going to go into on. them. <laughs> 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 um, but Days Gone. Days Gone looked amazing. Because it just reminded me of the film World War Z, where I did like that film. Yeah, and you know how really? it's like the hordes of zombies yeah. are coming at you really fast. Like yeah, they're just they like were, tumbling they're like, over. They're each like other. waves. They're like waves yeah. coming yeah. over each other, aren't they? Like they're grabbing each other from the back and climbing over them and trying to move so fast. Yeah, yeah they get yeah. over the Jerusalem Wall in the film, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah they do, they're, yeah. they're literally just piling up on each other to get at you. And yeah. that's what this game looks like. It's like you're running away, and when you see the gameplay footage of it, it looks really intense because the guy looks down and sees a thousand zombies just coming through the forest, and he's running away, and they're all coming at him at the same time. So you're running away, trying to shoot a couple, and it, it takes one shot to knock them down, but then you've got like loads of them really coming them. from behind, and they're all piling over each other. What are you going to do in real life in that? What are you going to do? Well, you just keep running, don't you, until you're out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> you're, but, not, you're never going to get away from a Maya. But in this game, there's there's loads of little things where you can like uh, knock down a post and it will drop something and then it blocks their way. But then they all pile up and they come yeah. over it. Or like you can I'd set something say, on fire. I'd just turn around and say, look over there. <laughs> they all turn around and look. the other way. Well, if it's anything like the movie, just be sick and they don't kill you. So. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I can't remember that part. Yeah, they don't. They don't attack you if you're if you're defective. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. It was ages ago. Yeah, isn't it? And it gets the the virus away. The virus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like this game, it just looks. It looks intense because you've got so many zombies coming after you and you're constantly running and trying to like block their way. But it's not coming to PC? It, it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's just going to be on PS4. Nah, they failed then. Yeah, yeah that's but one big fail. It, it, it is a game that looks really good. It's worth having a look at. Even just Is it that good see, you're going to buy a PlayStation over it? I've already got one, haven't I? Well, I haven't, so... Uh... <laughs> I haven't, and I probably never own one. Nope, no, no <laughs> here. But I'd say just go and look at the trailer for it, because when you see... jumped into Extreme PlayStation UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm not going to go into it. I'm just saying that that's You've already gone into it. That's, that's, that's something worth having a look at. Sack him. Stop, um, the, <laughs> stop the peasantry. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's enough of that. But... Um, go on, what's the next computer? Two other things that I saw that I like the look of. The new Kojima game, Death, oh, Sta- with, Death Stranding. With, I don't know uh, what that is. With the actor from The Walking Dead. Yeah, Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus, yeah. yeah. Is like, this a, um anime game? No. No, it's a survival game, apparently. Oh, it sounds like one. But the thing is, it's there's so little. It's a teaser trailer that they give you. And I love it because of how weird it is. You because loved you, it. All you get to see is a naked Norman Reedus. Yeah, but you, he's on a beach and he's got like little handprints all over him. There's a little baby next to him, connected with an umbilical cord, and he picks the baby up, he stands up, and then as the 
camera pans out, you see that there's no water and all the fish are just dead around him. And then he looks up and you've got like four figures floating in the sky in front of him. And then that's it. And I was like, what the hell is that? What game is, what is this on? Is this a PC game? No. Oh. (laughs) Fail. Next. Okay. (laughs) Next one was something called Detroit. Is it on PC? No. Fail. Next. But again, it wasn't any gameplay. It was just a video, but it's about AI and it's our AI becoming human. It was just another video that I saw that really interested me because I really am interested in AI and like this game like was all about AI becoming can I say more something human. About, can I say something about AI? And it's Go got on. nothing to do with the podcast. It's to do with a film, but it's something that you've got to watch. You listeners out there have got to watch as well. Have you ever seen a film called Her? Yeah. That film... I watched the whole. It's about a guy that uh, splits up with his missus. It's in the future, and it's really, really well done. The film, like the the pitch quality and the way it is, you can honestly believe it's the future. And this guy, basically, everyone walks around with an earpiece in, and their computer is connected to their earpiece, and the computer talks to them. And that anyway, a new operating system comes out, and it's a woman, and he gets to choose her name and who she is, her voice and all that. But anyway, she thinks for herself, and the film was amazing. I thought the film was really, really good, Jansen, you? Yeah. He falls in love with his computer, and there's this whole new thing about humans falling in love with their operating systems, and like, you're talking in the park, like, oh yeah, I've got a new girlfriend, like, oh yeah, she's an OS. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how crazy is that? Yeah. And I can imagine that shit happening there in the future. Yeah. It was crazy, but so have a look, everybody, it's called Her, and it was just the things, the way that the film was, I could imagine that being like that in the future. Yeah. That's, that's why I love that film because yeah. it's so realistic the way it starts that it's just an operating system on his PC yeah. and then he sets it up and then it talks to him, it does things for him and then it yeah. starts learning about him. They start a relationship and then before you know it, he's going on a date with it. Yeah. So is there a difference between the real world now and that one? Yeah, you've got to watch the film dude to see but watch the film, it's called Her. Yeah, and then come back and tell us what you think. And it's a film where, like I said to my missus at the beginning, she's like, oh, that's you, that is, Nick. That's bloody you on your computer. <laughs> you love your computer. And I was like, look, stop giving it, yeah? Watch the film. Anyway, she started watching it for 10 minutes. And it was just one of the films where you've never heard of it before. It's just there. And once you start watching it, so much effort's gone into this film. It's unbelievable, but you've never heard of it. Yeah. And it was just a wicked film. It's just like, I could not stop watching it to see what was going to happen next. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going to do any spoilers or nothing, but halfway through the film, some crazy shit happens. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, hold on a minute. <laughs> Next level. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's called Her. Have a look. It's a film. Crazy. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's, it. Any... that's, that's it for, it you, for me. It? Yeah. Right. So that's it for our E3 news. Yeah. The things we liked. Little discussion about it. I'm quite happy with what I liked. And I suppose you two are and all. Apart yeah. from Jantz. Don't worry, people out there. We haven't turned into consoles and that. It's just Jansen. He's a console yeah. man as well. Yeah, we're I just covering E3. You're both talking at the same time. We're just talking about <laughs> E3, so I'm just covering yeah. things that, that looked interesting. Well, I'll be honest. If There was if I there was stuff I liked about consoles as well, but it's not really... I don't know. It was Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but crack on. At least Jansen did his homework. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little, little laugh, like, ha, 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 for once. Yeah, because... 
But the I thing is, I, I, minutes ago, I'm still <laughs> going to buy console games as well. Are you going to buy I, another PlayStation? Well, I've already got one. I don't. Are need you going to buy one. another one though when it goes when it's out of date? Yeah. Or will you buy an Xbox? No, I'll always buy a PlayStation. I've always bought PlayStation. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. But it it all depends on when they come out. You make a comparison. So Nick, when, Nick, when X- where did you find this guy? <laughs> He's been got, a friend for a long time. When you got Xbox One, <laughs> you, and you sure? got a PS4. He got on podcast by default. <laughs> uh, everyone else turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> he started. You notice what he's done? He started off on PC, talking about PC over the coming months, and slowly he's turning into PlayStation man. Uh, <laughs> console peasantry man. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all good. They are personally, my opinion is, give it a few years, and consoles and PCs will will be There'll aligned. There'll be one. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, when you look at like the Xbox Scorpio, like yeah. that was leaked information. So I reckon that that's what they're planning in the future. That that's basically a yeah. PC in a console. It's just going to be like whatever happened to Steam boxes. Where did they go? Yeah, because I, I remember downloading the operating system, and this was a long time ago now, when it first came out, because I because they said it's open to everybody. You know, you can build a computer, you can use because obviously it's built on Linux, and Linux is free, so you can get the free operating system. So if I wanted to sell a computer to somebody, I can put that on there for free, and then I'd have to pay for Windows, which is like a hundred quid, and then I can just send it off to them, say there you go, Steambox. Yeah. You know, small form computer. That's all it was, and. I don't know where it actually went wrong. I think it was they were overpriced because Alienware were bringing out like Steam boxes that like weren't that great, but cost loads of money. Well, that's no difference from any other Alienware stuff then. Yeah, (laughs) all people were doing was slimming it down. Yeah, like you could buy like an Intel Nook, and it's the same thing, and you could buy that for like. 120 quid or something yeah because i saw a cube one which was a little cube and i don't you know what i looked at it and thought that ain't gonna do no graphics out of that yeah <laughs> but that's what the intel knuck is it's just a little cube like there's loads of them like there's uh, one called bricks as well and they're basically yeah but the point really is really small pcs yeah but they're, 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 they're right you can get one on a pen like a little thumbstick now can't you, you yeah can get that the new the new intel ones but the point i'm getting at is yeah, you can run a PC to do internet browsing and watching videos maybe in that, but there's no point trying to sell it as a Steam box because it can't play any bloody good games. No, but then that's when you you have to have the onboard graphics have to be pretty good. And you can't get that because they can't call them enough. Yeah. So but either then, way, that's the, probably why we, we've answered our own question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, you, you're never going to get like a Steam box that's going to compete with a two grand PC but they're going to cost you like two grand like for something that's half as good just yeah. because it's small format. Yeah. Well, right, let's move on anyway. Uh, we've done, done covered the, the news. That's got to be the longest news section ever, I suppose. But I will yeah. say, boys, next time when E3 or any big announcements comes out, what we're going to do is we're not going to do a full podcast, but we're just going to do a little news update. So it will be like a 20 minute, half hour little booster in the, in the middle of the month or the week, whatever, when something comes out. If anything new comes out, uh, I think that's the best way to do it, don't you? Yeah. And that's what we're doing in future. Sure. We're just, uh, I've got to be honest, just around the free time, I was really busy. And I know you two is really busy working as well. And to be honest, we work all day and night. Like I, I come home from work half eight tonight and carried on doing like the podcast. So it's like that every night. So uh, 
we do we do try and put the effort in as much as we can. Yeah, it's a wonder we can do any gaming at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we don't even see you. <laughs> yeah, we don't see you're... hands anymore. He's hiding uh, all the time. He and I probably play, played the most hours of you all. <laughs> Never when we're online, though. Yeah, yeah, it's always secret, isn't it? Yeah, he waits until we're off and then he comes on. Yeah, you know what it is? He sees it. Nick's just joined the chat room. Bing! Hands <laughs> yeah. left. <laughs> Maybe right, I'm ashamed of because you left Europe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it makes me wonder what's going to happen to all the computer prices now of all the components and stuff, whether they'll uh, be well expensive or, or eventually we'll get our pound back up and get cheaper. I don't know yet. Hopefully. You're, you are effed. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you can talk. I've seen the price of the stuff where you are. That's even worse. <laughs> But yeah, right, let's move on. The game section will probably be a bit smaller today because uh, we've done such a big news area. First off, I'd like to talk about a game me and Hans have been playing called Taito Ecology. First out of the box, straight away, I would go as far to say it is it is a nice little game, but I wouldn't so much say it was a game. I'd say it's more of learning, wouldn't you, Hans? Yeah, there's... there's That's something, something I'd put my kids on straight away. Yeah, I was just going to say, it, it's not really a, a game like a... A real game, so to speak, because there's not well, got really a, a storyline uh, to it. But yeah, well, you develop box. your own ecology uh, in there, your own dome. Yeah, biome. Uh, yeah, your own so, biodome. So you've basically got like, yeah. Have you ever seen that film, Biodome? That's well funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that film. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that film. Why? Because the hey, guy dude. in it annoys hey, me. Dude. <laughs> I think everybody remembers the fart scene in there. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Get Which, off by the way, you cannot do in title ecology. Just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically, the game is, in a nutshell, just a quick before we talk about it, is you've got a biome, your own, like, walls in a circle, and you've got a glass roof, and you're inside this dome, and basically, you have to grow an ecosystem from nothing. Now, it starts off with just mud on the floor, and you've got a ranking system, so when you first start, you start off with, like, a couple of basic plants and a couple of basic animals, like, now... We're going to about the DLC later. I didn't play the DLC version straight away. I played. I wanted to play the normal version before. Yeah, I, played I only the DLC. played the DLC version. So yeah, we've done different. Yeah. And uh, basically, the normal version, like I started off by putting a few ants in, a couple of foxes, put some bushes in which the foxes will eat, and rodents that they'll eat. And basically, you've got to have a really, really fine balance. And it, this, they tried to make it as realistic as possible. So whatever you put into that biome, there's going to be like pollinators and decomposers and basically what's going to happen is everything you do is going to have a consequence yep. so if you put if you put too many meat eating animals in there they're going to kill the other animals them animals are going to die they're going to die out now you hands, basically destroy your ecosystem then <laughs> and, and you said you destroyed yours over and over again didn't you yeah destroying is a big word but it was like practically unlivable so <laughs> i wonder if it was different for you because now there's a dlc that's out with this game as well called the himalayas that's, now, that's the, base, the one i played yeah the base game is more of your everyday like normal animals like in england sort of say you've got foxes ants um all the sort of normal animals no real violent deadly animals in there yeah now, you did, you did you, there so yeah when you get to the himalayas dlc it's more tropical it's from himalayas isn't it it's like um You've got like yeah, elephants there were some and... really, really creepy beetles you could use. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, so. and basically the whole game is seeing how long you can keep your ecosystem balanced. 
Now, I, I found it pretty hard to keep it balanced, I've got to say. Like, yeah, you, I, same, yeah, same here. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> a, an easy game. Yeah, certain animals uh, just kept getting wiped out in mine. I just couldn't keep them alive. Yeah, same here. Um, not enough food, not enough drinks. Animals started killing each other. But apparently it was my own fault. So you need <laughs> to move your, your carnivorous animals away from the plant-eating animals. <laughs> yeah, because they all have zones, don't they? You you make the zones in which they stick. Yeah, you make the zones. Stick. But if you put them too far away, then the, then the carnivorous animals will will not have any food. <laughs> yeah, so you've got that's so, the whole thing. Yeah. It's all about balance. It's all about the balance. Yeah, and then the waste they leave behind. You need beetles for that one. You need to get yeah. the beetles. You need the plants. Well, that's and, what I was saying. You got yeah. pollinators and decomposers. Obviously, pollinators go around pollinating things and making them grow and stuff like that. <clears throat> and then the decomposers are things like the ants and the little the little bugs, worms that will come along and clean up all the dead animals and turn them back into fresh, like soil and mud and stuff like yeah, that. You yeah, know? yeah. And, um, and every week, I think it is, or every month, I'm not sure, you get extra uh, points or yeah, stars, you, I believe it was. Yeah, and you can a, actually unlock new stuff. Uh, then. Yeah, it's got a system where you, you like, the longer you go, the more points you build up. And when the points build up, so say I've got 100 points, I can then say I've got like a couple of types of grass and a couple of beetles and a couple of small animals if i get 100 points or then i can unlock an animal in this range and the further the game goes on the harder it obviously gets because you're getting more and more animals integrated into this this biome and you know it gets harder and harder because when the the, the, i notice as well the bigger the scale the more like carnivorous the animals are they're like yeah but at the end it gets so massive because you need to have a balance between what animals you have yeah, and uh, if you have too many carnivorous, well, they eat all the plant eaters and then vice versa. Yeah. So now, now one thing I've got to say about this game is, like I said at the beginning when I first touched on it, was for me, it's more I see as a learning tool. Yeah, and it's an educational game. Yeah, you know, it's, it has got a game side to it, but it's also every animal you click on, it's got their whole bio of all the details, what they do, what they eat, where they go, how they sleep everything in there yeah you know, the thing and- is though the first time i played it i was like i'm not sure what the target audience for this uh, game is yeah but, I was uh, as well but i think in the end it's something you could actually have your kids play and have them learn something yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's exactly what i thought because i thought your hardcore gamer is mm, i think this is gonna get not be their cup of tea no 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 but no, for no. your you know i don't know how to word this like like my 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 girlfriend she's into all like natural stuff and uh, like she's in all the groups for save the world and all that sort of stuff and that sort of put that that's what my missus is she's like that she's vegan and blah 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 and so do you know when i told her about this game she was like oh, that sounds really interesting what are we like yeah it's, it's it's marketed towards towards those yeah. kind of people i think yeah and like i was gonna say this is something that i could see schools buying you know yeah you know, this, this is, is really could... not. It's really not not a bad game. It's, but I was like confused about. Well, that's the, the target audience here. That, well, that's that's what's my first confusion. Yeah, when I when we first saw this game, I think we looked at it as a game like a strategy game where yeah, it's going to be Sim City side sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, I went in there with that mentality. Like this is a Sim a Sim City type game, like yeah. more like The Sims but then with animals. Yeah, but it's um, not. But it wasn't. This was totally different. Uh, yeah, it was very. Like realistic, and it's been tried to be made true to life. Which is actually a good thing because I think they have a unique little game here. Yeah, because it does. It does show. It does show to you exactly. Hold on, to to someone playing this, it would actually show them. Hold on, you can't go around putting bears in with such and such because 
that's just going to wipe everything out. No, it, it actually shows the complexity of a real ecosystem. Yeah. Like, you've got different biomes to start with as well. Like, you can do, like, I think one's a rainforest and one's a desert. And Yeah, like I said, I only tried the Himalayas. So... Yeah, I, 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 I was more focused on the normal side because, obviously, I liked, I liked the area that I live in and I tried to play the animals from where I am. Oh, but yeah, no way. good little game. It's only four ninety nine, you know, for four ninety nine. What's four ninety nine to get a kid educated on playing with animals and ecosystems, yeah, I, I would, learning I about how plants and trees? Yeah, I recommend this to the children. Yeah, you know, and it's something that because the way I see it with my kids is they love to play games, whatever they are. Now this game is a learning game. He's they're going to learn about ecosystems, about animals, about what eats what, how they do it. You know, your kid will go into into back into school on Monday and be like, "Oh, I've learned this about." Yeah, fox. because when you click on a certain animal in in your uh, list, it gives yeah. you the bio of the animal. Yeah, above. every single bit of detail. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's Taito Ecology. Check it out. It's four ninety nine, and they've got the DLC for the Himalayas, which is two pounds seventy nine. But you can buy both of them as one for six ninety nine. So it's not it's not major like price tag for what it is. It's a good little game, and you know. The guys over there are really, really good. They they really want to they back the Himalayas and all that. And it's and it is part of that as well. They they've given us a referral link so that you get ten percent off. So in the pod notes, if you are interested in this game, check it out. There'll be a referral link there, just click it, it'll take you to Steam and you'll get ten percent off the game. Yeah. And for the Himalayas are like DLC, to anybody that buys that, they're actually donating one dollar um to the Himalayas with buying the game so that's that's even better you know is incentive to buy it there because you're helping someone you know it's going to some kind of charity which is even better and yeah, uh, I, I thought that was a really nice thing you know yeah i do i agree i agree but yeah that was Taito ecology check it out i wouldn't say it's your hardcore gamers but to anybody out there that's that's interested in learning games their kids games they want their kids to play computers but they don't want them to get into like grand theft auto and stuff you know you know what i'm saying check this out because this is a good learning game and uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we did. And yeah, pretty good game. But um, moving on from that, I've only played one other game this month. And I've got to say I've played it for hours upon hours upon hours. And we were talking about Minecraft earlier, weren't we? Yeah. I've yeah. not been playing Minecraft, but I've been playing the next best thing, which is Terraria. You lot, I don't know if you've played it. I love Terraria, man. I've I played for about play. 11 hours. Uh... It's 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 one of the better games, dude, so to speak. Dude, you played Terraria <laughs> for, for eleven hours, and all you done in that time was dig to hell. I wanted to see hell. <laughs> you just dig down, and that's all you've done. No. That game, I've got to be honest. I played that game for about hundred hours, yeah, before on the last server that I played, and I started building things, digging things, trying to find new weapons, and blah blah blah. I didn't even scratch the surface with that game. There is so much in that game that you don't know about. Now that I'm playing it properly, there's dungeons, there's beehives, there's there's all sorts of like um, underground like dungeons with different types of things like Aztec ones. And I think that there's like 30 bosses in the game. You've got an easy mode. And then when you get so far, you get like a hard mode. There's so much into that game to do. It's unbelievable. You've got sky buildings, underground forts. There's It's just immense. And last time, I like I said, I didn't scratch the surface. But this time around... I've constantly had something to do. I'm like I've built a massive great castle above ground, underground, you know, and I'm still unlocking new things now which I didn't even know existed. It's just an, an immense wicked game. So it's, it's it is very basic. It is your 2D Minecraft, that's what it is. 
but I'm just addicted to it. I, I think it's really good. I can't say I hated the game though. I just wanted to see hell, so we're all going well, the there at is, some point. So I thought you would have liked that game because you like the retro games. It's that sort of style, you know. Yeah, I, 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 just said I, I didn't hate that game. I played it for like 11 hours with you people on, on our previous server. Yeah, but you never done anything that you was meant to do. You just wandered around doing what you wanted to do. Hey, I, I dig a tunnel from one side of the map to the other and you all use it, okay? So. Yeah, exactly. How boring <laughs> was that? You That wasn't even a tunnel. You was about 10 bricks down under the surface and you just went from left to right. But you all used it. Exactly my point. If you go gone further in the map, you'll find an area where there's a dungeon. You go down there, you talk to the little man. The little man then will summon a, like a boss. You kill the boss, you get a secret weapon. With that secret weapon, then you can go on to do something else. And it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, and, and it, along comes Blood Reaper and steals all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Reaper's not been on this one. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Because I did say to him, do you want to get on the server? And he's like, um, can I bring my character? I was like, no, start with a new character. He's like, I'm not coming back on. Because <laughs> he's one of them dudes... Now, the way it works is, when you go onto a server, you your character takes his goods with him. So you go from server to server taking your stuff and like getting stuff off their server and bringing it back to yours. Now, I put uh, uh, I use T-Shock, which is a mod that runs a server. And I had an add-on on there, which basically means when you come into the server, it turns you to stone until you register. And once you register, it saves all the goods server-side. So... If you come onto my server, you start. It makes you start with a new character, and whatever you take off of my server, you can't take it elsewhere. It stays on that server. So, the minute you go to another server, your character turns back to normal, like at the beginning. And he didn't like that, so he didn't come back on. Basically, you don't want people taking all your goods and pissing off to somewhere else, do you? Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's for me. That's the major downside for survival games. If you the thing is, they this, kill you, you lose everything. So this game is yeah, but this is on. It's on easy mode, and then it, at a certain point, when you kill a certain boss, it will go to hardcore. At the moment, you don't lose any items; you just lose a bit of cash. You know, That's okay. I've, I've built so many like stories of building, and I've got all people because when you build like a little house with a table and chairs, people come and move in, and they they're like little shops, so you can buy and sell stuff to them. And I'm finding there's so many resources in the game, and like like I've been playing it for hundreds of hours, and I've just found a beehive underground. I killed a boss in the beehive, and that I get some special items. Every brick you smash up is actually honeycomb, sort of brick, like a brick. So I can take that back and then turn that into bricks for myself and build a house out of honeycomb. I can get ice, I can get uh, marble, I can get brick, I can get... There's hundreds of them. And with each one, you get a different type of building, like a different type of like stuff for your house. Bath, sink, workbench. It's, it just gets endless. If you go onto the internet and you look at the different amount of items and bricks you can find in that game, it just goes on and on and on. Terraria, that's on sale at the moment on the Steam sales. I think it's like three quid or something. So I don't know why you like, don't just buy it. Get into my server. I, I have all, We can all then go and do missions together. Like actually do the game, not just mess about building things and digging holes. We'll go off set to do a mission and go and do the missions. You would enjoy it, I promise you. Well, the thing yeah, is, I'll, I'll give it a try. I've watched you play it before on Twitch and it's like I've watched it for half an hour and a half an hour I sat there watching it. I was like... Oh, this is boring. This is boring as hell. Yeah, because I wasn't doing the game. I was just building stuff. That's but why. But even, even when you're building stuff, it's not even that impressive because it's all 2D. No, it does. It looks all right. Come <laughs> on my new server and see it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not 3D now, is it? It's still 2D. It's still the old stuff that I saw from before. Yeah, but that's, that's, the, that's the style of game it is. Yeah, I know. But it's like when you're... When part of the game is like building stuff and customizing stuff, when it's 2D, 
yeah, I'm almost like, what's the point? I'm spending all this time building a house that looks like it's flat. Yeah, but the and... thing is, it, it, I get what you're saying, but if you actually played the game for an hour or two, yeah, and you got into it, you'd see that that place where you're building on the surface, that's just a tiny, tiny area of a whole massive map. It goes up hundreds of bricks up, and it goes thousands. It goes about ten thousand bricks down. Hmm. So it goes so big, you're always exploring. If the exploration part of it is a bit more interesting to me, so digging it's down. Immense. Everywhere but... you go, you find new stuff. You find random. Like I dig down one thing, and I found a store, a sword in a stone. I pulled it out. It's the best weapon I've had so far. I found it randomly, and I, I, do you know what? I've got a map editor, so I I opened it up just to see what the map was like. And when you look from afar, it's immense. You've got like one area, which is like a, like a massive volcano gone off. You've got trees, which you can go and live in. You've got like houses and like minecarts and dungeons scattered all across the map. So it doesn't matter how many times you go down and dig. You always come across some kind of adventure when you're down there, you know. And a lot of the time you come across a random thing and then a boss will spawn and then there's a new boss. And you're like, oh, I've got to go and defeat him. And every boss you get, you get trophies to put back in your house. And there's a lot more to it than meets the first eye, like when you first think, oh, it's just 2D and a bit boring. It just looks like the kind of game that I'd play on my phone, not the kind of game I'd You can. At, you can play it on your phone. Like, at my <laughs> PC and play it. But I've got to be honest, I've played hundreds of hours in it. I'm really enjoying it. And I've played it this whole month, pretty much. It's just addictive. And once you get in the flow of, of that first boss then you sort of know what to do next to get the next one. And it just continues on. And they, they do get really, really hard. So it's like you constantly got something to do. But anyway, that's Terraria. I really like it. If you want to get on there, you can. If anybody in the community wants to jump on our Terraria server, just go onto Steam and add me as a friend, Extreme PC UK, all in one word. And uh, I'll give you the password and that and let you go on and do whatever you want. But yeah, Jay, if you want to get on, you can try it. You can use Hans's account to play it. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, I might give it a go because Coming, I, I, tell you what, I haven't played it. After today's so... podcast, if you've got a half an hour, an hour, yeah. we'll play it. Yeah. And we'll go, we'll go down and do some missions together. I can give you some gear because I've got loads of gear in the game. And we'll we'll just have a little bit of fun on it. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, I'll give it a go because then I can have first-hand experience of it rather than just saying what I think about it. At least I'll give it a go. Always sitting see... at the back of the queue pointing the bloody finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I'll, that's... I'll give it a go. That's Terraria. That's all my games for this week. What about you, Jan? Let's move on to you. Uh, well, this month, uh, my main game that I was playing was uh, Tom Clancy's End War Online, uh, which is a free-to-play game. Yeah, skip and... that. That <laughs> <laughs> can be good. We should, <laughs> we should actually call Jansen the specialist. I'm going to change. <laughs> I'm going to change him on the website to specialist in free-to-play games. <laughs> how much did you pay for DLC every every month he comes and he goes well I've played a free to play game oh, but the thing is I wanted to play he squints when he walks a Call of Duty style, uh, Call of Duty a Command and Conquer style game without paying for it no I, I didn't <laughs> mind paying for it it's like I just I just wanted to play that type of game so I went on Steam had a look see what there was there wasn't a huge amount out there and I saw oh, hold this hold on dude hold on dude one second yeah me and him have both shared our libraries with you that means you've got about 600 games and you went and got a free to play one <laughs> yeah because I wanted to play something I hadn't played before and this is new so when I saw it and I thought oh look like this is like Command and Conquer it's free to play I'll give it a go 
So I downloaded it and I had a little go on it and it turned out to be shit. So, <laughs> like, yeah, it's free to play, but I'd still ask for my money back. It was that bad. <laughs> That's Jansen for you. He wants his money back on a free to play game. <laughs> <laughs> that sums you up. Sheep's gig. <laughs> But when you look at this game, it's got that look of a, a Command & Conquer style game. And you think like, yeah, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to like put my bases where I want it. I'm going to build my army, build my How many my times tanks. have I told you, dude? Free-to-play game is not a game. It's money-making scheme. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it but always is. I'm saying like that the actual game doesn't even play that way. It's like when you get onto the game... They give you a map and they give you a section where you start and a section where the enemy is and you then just have to pick the vehicles that you want to send out from your base to attack their base. And all you're doing is seeing the type of vehicles that they're going to send out and what kind of vehicles you're going to use to counter-attack them. So if they're sending helicopters, How? you've got to send like anti-helicopter vehicles you're countering all the time how long did it take before they started doing the pop-ups buy your load of cash buy your this <laughs> oh no but the thing is what i was going to say with this game is that you can play it for quite a while before you spend any money but i got to the point where i turned it off because i was bored of it before it even asked me to spend any money like yeah there's plenty of pop-ups that come up and say like buy this bundle of gold for like 20 quid or whatever like because it's a special offer. They're saying, oh, this offer's going to end in like 24 hours. But yeah, yeah it, you've got the advertising popping up in loading screens, which isn't a huge issue. But I got to play the game like for a couple of hours. Um, Before they start hassling you. Yeah. Yep. And so you can get quite far into it. Uh, before I, I, you actually have to start spending money. The only game that's free to play that I've ever enjoyed and would ever rate would be World um, World of Tanks and World of Ships or whatever, Warships. They're the only ones. I've never come across a free-to-play game that I've actually really enjoyed. If anyone yeah. out there knows of a game that is free-to-play, which is really good, apart from the one Downrange always bangs on about as well, which is uh, Warfare Assign, what is it called? Which I didn't get around to playing. The, yet. the, the one with camel toes there. Uh. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Isn't it funny how I, I talk about that game and you just camel toe comes into your head now because of his the, uh, review. The, the game's <laughs> the game's forever lost on camel toes now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the game obviously weren't that good because neither none of us remember it. No, we just remember camel toe. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, with this game, it it's not even worth downloading. I don't think because I don't know. It's if you like this type of game, it might be it might be all right, but there's not enough going on for you to enjoy it that much. It's really repetitive. So, so what you're trying to say in a nutshell is is you played this because you thought it was going to be like Command and Conquer, and then yeah. really it was nothing like Command and Conquer. It was a free to play game which turned out to be rubbish and tried to take loads of money off you. No, and you stopped playing it. No, it wasn't trying to take any money off me. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can play this game for quite a while before you have to start spending money, but the game's not that good. So oh, you, right. don't, you, you <laughs> wouldn't want to play it anyway. You so they made even... no money is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so they wouldn't have got any money out of me because I wouldn't have played it long enough to get to the point where I'd have to User start spending money. Timed out. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> 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 what happened there? I don't know. He's back though. 
User was moved to your channel. Thanks for joining us. You you both went all roboty and then it was gone. <laughs> well, I've just got images of me and Jansen like doing robot dance around the bedroom. <laughs> then disappearing. Right, Crackle, where was you? Sorry, people, we just lost we lost hands for a second there. Must be down to the EU. He's from Belgium. He's not allowed on our podcast anymore. Yeah, they just saw it and then kicked him out. Yeah, kicked him. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they saw me on like a reasoning with the enemy here, so. Did you hear it? That woman's voice on TeamSpeak went, You are not in the EU. <laughs> You're kicked. And, yeah. and basically, you two should be kicked. You know what it was? It was so boring about Jansen's uh, Tom Clancy that it just kicked him off. <laughs> Tom Clancy? That's what it is, isn't it? Tom Clancy. It's Clancy. Well, I'm very English and well-spoken over here. Tom Clancy. <laughs> Jeeves, what, 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 what? Anyway, he wasn't even talking about it. He was talking about uh, Command and Conquer. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was talking about that being like Command and Conquer. Yeah, but it's not. It's nothing like it. It looks like it from the outside, but when you start playing it, you realise it's all about the microtransactions within the game. <laughs> and get your soldiers, and you link those soldiers to the vehicles they're going to drive or fly and then when you get into the battle, you pick the vehicles you want to attack the enemy with, but you pick your vehicles depending on the vehicles that are going to attack you. So what you. you're saying is really is you don't really get much of a choice. It's all re played out for you, really, and you're just yeah. pressing a couple of it, buttons to do each. Like, like it looks on the outside like there's a massive whole, what's the word for it, strategy you can do. Yeah. Like you can do it yourself. But then when it comes down to it, really, you've only got a couple of options. Exactly, because you spend a screen picking who's going to do what, Who's going to drive what? What weapons you're going to put on different vehicles? What upgrades you're going to do? And then when it actually comes down to the battle... You're just you're, countering someone else. You're both on the same screen. There's no scrolling up and around to like view oh, really? different parts of the map. It all fits on one screen. And it's on rails. So yeah. there's three... Uh, different directions that you can go in so all you do is you wait to see what they send and you're like okay well they're sending tanks down road one i'm going to send <laughs> helicopters down road one so your helicopters intercept the... so basically you've got an updated version of drafts yeah pretty much <laughs> it's like you're just counteracting what they do what they do so you look at what they do and then you send your your defense yeah. And that's it. There, there's no. I've got to be honest. Everything you've told us does sound absolutely pants. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. it. It doesn't get any better than that. It's just as you progress, so... you're upgrading the vehicles, and then it gets to the point where you've got more vehicles than you have spaces uh, to pick vehicles, and then you start thinking, well, okay, I've got to take the tanks out, and I've got to put the soldiers in. I've got to take the boats out, and I've got to put the helicopters in. Is that? Do you know what? It just from you listening to you, it just sounds like a headache. It is. <laughs> it's just like, I can understand your point. You're trying to get the point across about how crap the game was and about how it's not what it's sold as and, and how really, really like linear the game is when it doesn't look like that. But to be honest, I think I've heard enough. It sounds crap. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's like, I, I probably have spoken too much about it. Yeah, dude. Everyone's switched off by now. They're gone. Yeah. But look, forget that. End war. Like it should just be called end because <laughs> like there's it should just be ended. Yeah, uh, fair enough. Move but on. My, move on. My next game is Command and Conquer. Yeah, because... you said you went on to it because you wanted to compare. <laughs> yeah, because I downloaded that and I was so disappointed with it and complete waste of time. So I thought, you know what? I know you guys have got Command and Conquer Red Alert free. I haven't uh, got it. 
Uh, uh, so, how how old is Commander Conquer Red Alert three? I've got Commander Conquer Red Alert. At least nine years. Is it still <laughs> that old? Yeah, it, it it's quite old. It's probably like yeah, pixelated. Like Ten years old, but it looks good. This game, I'm playing it on a 32 inch screen, and it looked really good. The one I was playing, it's Commander Conquer Red Alert three Uprising. Yeah. So it's a newer version of three. But yeah, like the graphics are brilliant. Like, you know, that game's, that's a nostalgia trip, that game. Now, I, yeah. I got Command & Conquer a little while ago, and I see it well cheap, and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that. I love that game. I remember looking at that game in a computer shop when I used to rent a computer out for a pound an hour and that. Hmm. And do you know what? I used to play on a 17-inch square screen, and it was like, it was amazing. And anyway, yeah. I played it. I put it on my computer. It was all pixelated. And I was like, I can't play this. Nah. But I've <laughs> done that before as well, where I've just had a craving to play a game that I haven't yeah. played for years. And then I put it on... And I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I did that when I found a Master System 2 in the cupboard. And it's got uh, Alex Kidd built Alex into Kidd. it. No, and that was just the normal Master System. Was no, it wasn't no, Master no, System 2. No, no, you're Master right. System it, was, 2, yeah. it was the Master yeah. System 2 because the Master System 1 was the one that had all the squares on the case. It was the one after, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this was like the little yeah. one. And I plugged yeah. it into like my 60-inch TV. <laughs> oh, my God. And I sat back thinking, like, yeah, this is going to be well good. And you could literally see the pixels were like bricks. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like I played it, and I was like, yeah, it takes me back to when I used to play this. Yeah, but and you sit there, and you play it for two minutes, think, I'm turning it off. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's exactly thing. what it's like. Like we said earlier, Nintendo, you don't get that feeling. You go back to Nintendo... You know, and, and it's all there. You want to play Mario World and you want to go around that Retro world. gaming. You want to go around that map all the way and you want to finish it, you know. Mm. But yeah, like like, with um, Command & Conquer, that's something that in my childhood I spent hours and hours playing. I even took my PC around my mate's house and set up like, like head-to-head. Yeah. yeah. And that was before we had routers or yeah, like that was switches. the olden days. We we were like the RJ45 cable directly, yeah. computer yeah. to computer. And it yeah. took us about three was, hours to set up. When you'd done it, it was amazing. Yeah. Look, we're on the computer together. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's like trying to get the computers to talk to each other. Like, yeah. it took ages. And then once we got it set up, yeah, playing games on two different computers was just amazing to start off with. And yeah. This, yeah. this was the game that we played for hours on end. I'll always remember on AOL, when I first got AOL installed, yeah. when it was on dial-up and that, and uh, you'd play like a little game. It'd be like the most rubbish game in the world, like drafts or something like that. And you'd be like, there's somebody in the world somewhere on the other end of my computer pressing the button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I showed my dad, I went into a chat room, and I was like, look, there's somebody in there talking. Everyone. So what does my dad do? Just griefs everyone. Every person. <laughs> <laughs> just straight away just rips into someone innocent, innocent person on the other end like, oh. <laughs> uh, chat rooms yeah but, I'm never going to go into that yeah so that's why in the end I was like yeah Commander Conquer just going old school but I got the newest version of it that's out which was the yeah. Red Alert 3 Uprising but yeah I loved it it, it took got me a question straight for back you. yeah go on did you pay for it no I, I got I was playing it off <laughs> Hans's account <laughs> Of course, what do you think? <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah, here we are. Phantom Gamer. He, Jansen's all like, yeah, I, I bought the game, and, and Hans, Hans has got it as well. 
<laughs> he played it off my account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Command and Conquer. I think with Command and Conquer, you don't really need to go into a lot of detail because Command and Conquer is Command and Conquer. Everybody yeah, everyone it. knows yeah. it. Yeah, and it's like yeah. ev- everyone they brought out, they just made it better. They put yeah. new vehicles, new buildings, uh, upgraded the AI, upgraded yeah. the graphics. And Again, it, just, it just got better over yeah. time. Again, and, it was a, it was... The base game is what you like. You love yeah. sending your little like dustbin lorry out to collect all the crystals. Yeah. You love to build things up and then like get a wave of enemies and send them out. You know. But I've got to be honest. I do think Commander Conquer. I always enjoyed that and I always loved that game. Yeah. But I've got to be honest. That kind of games play style I think is outdated now. They would mm. never bring another game out like that. Hey, like yeah, two years they... ago there was a game released. Uh, great. Isn't Doom. that isn't that what um, Starcraft's a bit like? Yeah, yeah. Starcraft's also a perfect I, example, I but Starcraft's yeah, competitive. Yeah, yeah, but th- there, there are there are games out there at the moment. There's a game called Warshift, which and is Grey the Goo. same. It's yeah. The same. Do you it, think he's going to keep repeating Grey Goo if we ignore him? Like? <laughs> yeah, you know Grey Goo, that game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's another one as well called Grey Goo. Yeah, I've heard that one called Grey Goo. I don't know where I've heard it. Yeah. It's but too yeah. expensive. Grey Goo costs too much money. <laughs> <laughs> probably find out later Grey uh, Goo's not get, even a thing sorry, sorry listeners we're all getting stupid Grey Goo is a thing though <laughs> yeah no Grey Goo so is a real game and, but yeah uh, it, it does look pretty cool that, that's the type of game that I can spend hours playing but it gets good when you're playing against other people and the thing with all the Command and Conquers you can't play online so, so how do you no, play with other people then you can't you have well, it's to all play single player yeah, you, you can play, play uh, Command and Conquer Generals you can play online, but that's even older. Yeah, when I played this, it's like I was just playing against the AI, and it was still the same amount of fun, but sometimes the AI do something really stupid, like you've built your barracks, and you've built like a collector to go out, and that's it. And then before you know it, they've got like two tanks coming in and blowing your base up. And you think, yeah, how are they building their like, stuff like, that much yeah, faster yeah, than what that. I am? To- totally unbalanced. Yeah, and, and it's, I've it's, had that. They're, they're, that is frustrating in the game. Yeah, and it must just be down to the settings. Like you, you put it on hard, so maybe Back their, their clock works quicker. On the originals, you didn't really get settings. You never used to get really easy, hard, and like nightmare no. mode and all that. You know, it's just play the game, get on with yeah. it. If you die, start again. Yeah. <laughs> Not like all the kids nowadays that are playing it. Like, yeah, I can play it on easy, and I'll do this, and then it'll go to this mode, and I'll do that. Yeah. But then a lot it. of the time as well, when you pick hard, like if you complete a game in hard, you <coughs> get something at the end. Yeah, yeah, like you get a new new version opened up or something extra. Yeah. But yeah, Command and Conquer, I, I do like that. I've got to be honest, I don't think I'll be going back to it. I don't think I've got time. I've got too many games to play. <laughs> but I'll take your word for it that it's better than Tom Clancy's Endwar because that sounded yeah. too. And if you are interested in getting Red Alert Free Uprising. On Steam, it's actually 70% off at the moment, so it's only £2.50. So that means you can buy it yourself now? No, but I've played with it that, now, I'm done. But with that money, you could sort of just put 20p more in and get Terraria. <laughs> right, moving on. What, other, what else you played, gents? The other game I played for a bit was Borderlands. Oh, I love Borderlands. Yeah. So, I love it that much. I've got a picture on it on the wall right next to me. Yeah. But this is a game that everyone loves. Like This is an iconic game. And just the look of it alone did you is think iconic. At the beginning, when you first played it, did you think, I don't know, the graphics, they're all cartoony? No, that's what Most drew people me think into that. the game. Most people think that, and then when they play it, it grows on them. Because I personally think the world, when you go in, it starts off in the ice and all that. 
at, like it might be at Borderlands 2 I'm thinking of at the moment but you're in like ice and stuff even the desert one at number one it's it sort of becomes when you look at the game after like an hour it sort of becomes a sort of 3D it's yeah. weird it does it all stands out really well but it's meant to look like a comic book that's moving. Yeah. So it's a 3D comic yeah. book. And it does. It looks it looks the part, man. And yeah. obviously, you know about all the guns and all that. There's just like unlimited amounts of guns. They're mm. always different. It's just loot, man. I love loot. Yeah, I know. But that's why this is more <laughs> of a game for you than it is for me. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I know about the hype with Borderlands. And I, I know how good the game is. And I've never played it. And the reason Did you play it being, on your own? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's where you end up made a mistake. That game has to be played multiplayer, man. It's so much better. Yeah. No it, way. Yeah, I man. It's very fun single player too. Yeah, I wanted to play the story mode because like a lot of games But you can play story like mode in two player. Yeah, but I did, if I'm going to play story mode, I ain't going to play it with a stranger. But yeah, those way, the, do you know how it works on Borderlands? You've got, say you've got a list of 100, throughout the game, say you've got 1,000 missions, yeah? You can drop in and out. So say I'm level 100, you're level 1, yeah? And you come into my game. I've already done all the missions, yeah? Yeah. Whatever mission I do will tick off your list, that mission done. So where it doesn't matter if you go into 100 other people's games and do one mission, you still complete the game yourself. You it, It's drop in, drop out. So if I get on the game and I've I'm been an hour in front of you, I'll just drop back and play your game with you. We can do your missions or you can do my missions. So you don't have to worry about that or you can do the missions twice and get more guns you know yeah. it's, up, it's entirely up to you but the good thing about it is there's two settings once you switch a setting on or off you can have it so when you go into a world the, the enemies will always be at the higher person's level or the enemies will be ranged so if i'm level 100 you're level one the enemies will be super hard for you to kill like one shot kill you and you, when you shoot them they have no damage whatsoever but also, which is a bonus of that, is if you go into a game where everybody's level 100 and you're level 1, you shoot one animal, yeah, dead, and you will massively upscale quick. Your your XP will be so high, you'll go up the levels well quick, and it will level everybody out so everybody comes together in that game. Yeah. But that game's got to be played multiplayer, man. You've got to play it with your mates because it's all about the loot, it's all about trading stuff, it's all about collecting stuff. Yeah, and but because I was playing it for the first time, I didn't want to just jump straight into it because obviously people have been playing this for years. Yeah, me and, and, Ellen, me and Ellen done over 100 hours. We, before we had kids, we completed this game together. Yeah, but then that's why I wanted to like play single player, see what it's all about, get used to the gameplay, and then later on I'd play multiplayer once I kind of got used to it. What? But, what? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what was... um? What's your take? Because obviously in the first Borderlands, it's all in the desert. It's all pretty sandy and dull. Yeah. What did you make of that? Because the second ones, they've made it well colourful. Yeah, I kind of like it because it's, it's got a Mad Max feel to it. Yeah. And the whole thing with Borderlands that kind of like made me think, like, I'll give it a go, is the look of it. Because I love my comic books and... This to me had it was like stylistic in the way of a comic that is animated, yeah. and once I got into the game and it started playing, for some reason the PC had set itself to 720, and I was playing it. I was thinking, man, this this looks really bad, and I think because <laughs> I'm playing it on like a 32 inch screen as well, it made it look that yeah. much worse. 
So I started playing it for a bit and I was thinking, yeah, like when I've seen trailers for this, it looked a little bit more crisp. So I came out of it and then realized that I had it on 720. So I cranked up all the settings and put it on max. And when I got back into it, it does it look looked, mad. Yeah, it looked amazing. And it was so smooth as well. Yeah, it's crisp. The lines on yeah. all of the, the dark like lines around the, the character stuff, they're, they're crisp, aren't they? Yeah. Because it's like you kind of get the cell shading graphics like you do in the Walking Dead series and things like that. But this seemed like it was on like a bit of another level. Like it was fast paced. Yeah, it was that much more crisp and that much more detailed in the textures as well as like the dark edges. Yeah. See, see, for me, Borderlands One, I played with, with my missus and we played through it all in the desert pretty much going around doing the missions you got to do back back here to there there to there there to there and you go through the game you do the storyline you get to the end and it's all done really good all deserty apart from the end now when borderlands 2 came out they switched the game up from because it's all all orientated around loot ain't it and getting guns and upgrading your guns yeah and and swapping guns and and stuff like that now what they did in number two is they took that to a whole new level they started off with the base game being so big, I haven't even got anywhere in the game yet. I've played it for like so many hours, and it just keeps giving and giving and giving. Now, in the second one, they actually started doing like monthly like bosses. So it, you'd get a random text, or it, I can't remember how it, how they gave you the, the information, or it'd be in-game. It'd be like, oh, you've got a new Halloween boss or whatever, like pumpkin head or whatever. So people were getting on there, and there was only certain times and certain things when he would spawn or whatever so people were trying to do it, it was like it was like going hunting oh yeah. there's such and such at this moment in time in such and such an area you'd go there oh if you go to this place he'll spawn if this is the requirement and it became a game from the first one to the second one this is why i said about multiplayer the first one i played in single player and i played it in multiplayer and it was good and it was fun but when you go from that to the second one there's a whole new level of multiplayer because it's all about hunting and trophies and getting guns off of certain people you know and that's what i was going to say to you when when you first told me you're playing borderlands and i said to you didn't i oh get borderlands 2 it's only a fiver yeah we can hunt together because that one's more orientated on going and killing bosses all over the map and you do it with your friends yeah but the thing is with this one it was free because i was playing it off your account so yeah I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> you uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, I, I thought, do you know what? If I do like it, then yeah, I'd be interested in buying the new ones. And then there is the newer one now as well, isn't there? The prequel. Yeah, I don't know how... I haven't played that one yet, so I don't know... See, to be honest with you, I'm the kind of person where if I don't finish this ne- the next one in the sequel, like or whatever it is... I then won't get the next one until I finish the one before. And Borderlands 2, I've got to be honest, I've started that game with numerous people. Like I think I've done it about eight people where they're like, yeah, would you want to complete Borderlands 2? I'm like, yeah, I'm up for that over a period of next month or whatever. And we get on it, we get to like level something, and then they don't come back. And then yeah. someone else like you will come along and say, oh, do you want to play Borderlands 2? We'll play it together. So I start a new character and I go, yeah, let's jump in because I've forgotten what I was in, or how far I was in the last one. And I'd, and I'd done the first bloody level. I must have done it eight times. And it just got to me like I'm never getting anywhere. But I got yeah. quite far in the game. And I really do want a couple of people to, to go through this game with before I buy the next one. But And that might be you if you're interested. But this is a good game for multiplayer because it's a game where you don't take too seriously. You've got your headphones on. You can chat to your mates while you're playing it. Because I'm one of them ones where if I'm playing a game, 
and I'm concentrating. I don't really talk. But in this game, it's all about having a laugh, shooting things, killing things, having a laugh, changing guns. Look at yeah. this. Let's, let's go and play the fruity machine in the game. Let's go and do some side missions, you know? And and that's what I'm going to like about it. If you are willing to play it, I'm up for completing that. We can all play it the four player. And you can, like I said, you can all jump in and out of missions. So if you carry on the game when I'm not there, you just go to me when I come on the next day. Oh, I've done another four missions. Then all you do is you do them four missions with me. You already yeah. know what to do in the mission. But you're also going to get loot drops from mine, which are different. So it's not like you're going to get the same things, you know, because yeah. you never see the same thing twice in Borderlands. If you know, like, I don't know how far in you got, but in Borderlands, you've got different types of guns, like makers. And the different types of gun makers have different types. Like one will be super powerful, but it'll only be one shot. One will be best at sniper rifles. One will be fire and lasers. One will fire fire. And it goes on like that. But once you get into the game and you really get to know the game, you know what type of gun you're looking for. You know, so you look for variations of that type of gun you like. Yeah, because I already had that. Like even going through like the story mode, like picking up certain guns, because you can only carry a certain amount of guns as well. Yeah. So you've really got to pick and choose what you want. And like, yeah, I got to the point where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I know I want to have this type of handgun and I want to have this type of shotgun. Yeah. And then that's what I want to carry around with me. Yeah, because like in number two as well, they brought out a new type of gun, where um, which was a new make, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's actually a reusable, it's like a, a throwaway gun. So in the second one, you shoot like 10 rounds off, and then the guy will throw the gun at him, at the guy, <laughs> and, then a, and then a new one will pop up, and he'll shoot 10 rounds, and then he'll throw the gun at him again. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool little thing. But yeah. that game is so open world, if you can have like 20 missions running at once, and if you don't want to, like what I do is I'll go to one area... And I'll do all the missions in that area before I go back to base. So I'll unlock 10 missions at once and go back and do them, then head back and then collect all the rewards, you know? Yeah, because the way I was playing it was I was I followed the storyline to a certain point, And then as other missions started opening up, I just kind of just went my own way. And Did then... you look at the rewards first or not? Uh, yeah, I was looking at like what each like, oh, one this one's was. a new gun. I'll go yeah. and do that first. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, each one that I thought looked a bit more interesting or the reward was a bit better, I'd just go off and do that. And yeah. so I kind of left the storyline. But the storyline did annoy me because they're trying to make it too comical and it weren't that funny. So it got if a bit you, annoying. I think if you get a bit further in, it does. See, for me, I've played Borderlands all the way through the first one and so much into the second one, but I've played it over and over again. Now, for me, once you get to know them characters, them characters become proper characters, like like Moxie. You'll see, if you look at cosplay people and that, there'll be certain people that just keep reappearing. And when you get into the second Borderlands, like one of the bad guys from the beginning one is the bad boss in the second one. When you get into it, you know his personality. You know what yeah. he's like. Yeah. And it becomes more of a like a world to you than just a game you know people are so into that because the signs on the walls the guns the way the houses are built the areas you start to know it like like a world it's it's weird and hard to explain but you have to play it long enough to get involved and you have to be involved in it to know what i'm talking about but once you're a borderlands person you're a borderlands person you just know that game yeah i just you know? thought like maybe the script could have been a bit better it's just, yeah. I don't know, the jokes just weren't that funny and the jokes were coming like thick and fast and none did you of think them the, were really that good. Did you think the theme music when you first started playing the game was pretty cool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, that's enough of Borderlands anyway. Borderlands is wicked. If anyone's up for it, I'm up for playing. If you're up for it, I can complete that with you and then do the second one as well if you want. Yeah. But um, I believe that's everything for you for games this week, month. Yep. Right, so it's on to hands. We've already talked, spoke about your VR. So what game have you been playing? The only thing I did besides VR was play like 44 hours of World of Warcraft. The only other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the only other thing, sir. <laughs> He's too uh, yeah. busy in his VR. Yeah, I actually got into a new guild and started raiding in the World of Warcraft. Got a few cool mounts, bit of new gear, preparing for a new expansion. And I think everybody knows World of Warcraft by now. So there's like. Yeah, I know it, but to be honest, I never really got into it. I think it was too far gone for me to get involved. Everybody was already miles away from me in the game. So Warcraft is never too far gone. Whether you're really? level 1 or level 100, there's always people on there on your level. Hmm. So are there still people it's still starting packed. from scratch? Yeah, yeah. Because it seems like, yeah, it's a bit of an older game, but I can imagine all the people that are playing it. If you go it, to a low-level zone, let's say, like, level one zones, you see, like, like hundreds of people there. <laughs> yeah, it is. still there. So. That game's just been immense since it first came out. But, like, you, I think you feel the same as me, Jansen. You feel like it's too far gone. You feel like you're too late to the party. Yeah, because I played it for a long time when it first came out, and I really liked it, but it got to the point where I was like, I don't have enough time to actually progress anywhere in no, this game. No, but I agree. When you played like the, the, the vanilla, as we call it, the vanilla World of Warcraft was a totally different game than it is now, because back then when the game just came out, you needed to, to invest uh, like tons of time in it to, to get anywhere, and that's done now. Every time a new expansion comes out, you start from scratch right again. Oh, really? And there's catch-up mechanisms now. Like, let's say, if you buy the game now, you get like a free level nine, uh, free level 100 boost. So you can actually boost until max level in one second. Of course, you skip all the storyline then. Doesn't, play with that, your friends. doesn't so. that defeat the objective of the game, though? For me, personally, it would, yeah, because I, I, I just wouldn't... I just want to play the game. So yeah. I would just start from zero. But even then, if you... Let's say if you start today and you invest like, let's say, 48 playing hours, you're max level. If you know what you're doing, it goes really fast. But it's not really about max level. I mean, Warcraft itself has such an amazing storyline. And mm. um, even now with, with the movie that just came out, a lot of people are coming back. And uh, the 30th of August, we're getting the new expansion. Yeah, I want to watch a film. I want to watch a film just because it might give me a bit more insight. I into saw the game. it last week for the first time and I was a little disappointed. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, but, but that's the thing though. Movies and games and stuff, they we've always said this, man. They, they're always off the back of something else so they don't put their yeah, whole heart into it. This apparently, as of right now, is the most successful video game movie ever made. It really? Made, it made like 500 million already, so which is, which is amazing. It made the opening weekend... In yeah, but you've got to remember how big World of Warcraft is. That's, that's yeah, I'm massive. just talking about the opening weekend here. It actually beat Star Wars, the opening weekend. Really? You probably yeah, played but that, World of Warcraft when you were like 13 or something, didn't you? Uh, the first time I played it was like... Uh, how old am I now? <laughs> 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 no, the first time I played it was like uh, 25 or 26, I think. Oh, really? It came out. Yeah, I'm only 38, man. And now you're so. 64. <laughs> Yeah, of course I'm 64. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. Honestly, I don't think I'll be getting back into World of Warcraft. 
for it's something you have to like if you don't yeah. like the mmo genre no no i like the game you. something you need time for as well no no it's something you need a keyboard for as well and i can't do the keys because i'm left-handed and it just there's yeah loads, you can save keys. and start over again so that's impossible there's loads mm -hmm. of keys man yeah, there's no cheating nick so you won't like it oh no, here we go, cheat, here we go. You get banned. they ban your account <laughs> so you lose right. everything that's so. enough <laughs> any more in world of warcraft or are we no done? that's it everybody knows world of warcraft we are so. done <laughs> <laughs> right Right, that's that's the games for us this month. Let's move on. First of all, I'd like to say the community and extras. Uh, have you guys got anything to say about community or anything, or should I just crack on? Uh, no, I haven't got anything. Uh, nothing special, no. Oh, oh right. maybe well, one one small thing though. Sorry, if you still wanna get Ark, it's on sale now. You can get it for thirteen euros, I think. So. Yeah, we might get back into Ark at some point. Yeah. It does look totally different game now. But yeah, my uh, community and extra news, which I've got to talk about, is Rocket League. I love Rocket League, man. And I was going to talk about in the news earlier on about the, the new update that's just come out. I don't know if you know about this, Jansen. Rocket League now, you know when you're getting all the hats and all the extras you unlock? Yeah. Now, what you can do is, there, there's less unlocks, but when you get the same ones, you can trade them in. So say you trade in, it's five you have to trade in. So say you get five unlocks of hats, you trade them five in and you'll get a rare one. Say you get five rares, you can trade them in for an ultra rare, and it goes so on and so on. Okay. So now... There's some kind of, it's like a, a trading system, so you can get one-off items that other people don't have. But um, that's not what I was going to talk about in the community section. Anyway, I've just, that's what just popped into my head, so I thought I'd let you boys know, and the community know. Rocket League has a wicked update. Check it out. The main thing I want to talk about is we're going to have a Rocket League competition at the end of July. Callsign Axel in the community on Steam is the one that's going to be uh, sorting it all out. And basically, we don't know how many people are going to go in for it yet. We don't know if it's going to be teams or if it's going to be single players. We don't know. Depends on how many people we get. But what you need to do, if you want to get into our Rocket League competition, all you've got to do is go to Extreme PC UK on Steam, join our group, and then you can either email CallSignAxel, or like you can add him as a friend, or me, Extreme PC UK, or just go onto our uh, forums on there and in our discussions and just write, oh yeah, I want to join, and he will get back to you. He needs to sort you out. There will be prizes. We think the prizes are going to be uh, DLC. So that's, I think that's more realistic, ain't it? The prizes are DLC for Rocket League. So you can unlock it. Uh, even if you've already got the DLC, you can then do whatever you want with that DLC after that, you know? Hopefully you two will be playing. Yeah, I'm on holiday then. You loser. <laughs> Cancel your holiday. Yeah, but who, <laughs> who would want to do it in the middle of the holiday? <laughs> so I'm on a holiday. <laughs> but Jan, you'll be interested, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so let us know, people, and don't worry, like, if, if, obviously, we're on a podcast, I've listened to other people's podcasts before, sometimes it's a bit daunting, like, thinking, oh, I'm going to go and play with them guys, but we're just normal guys, and to be totally honest with you, when we're off the podcast, we're not so serious, we're all a bit silly and have a good laugh, don't we, boys? Yeah. So, don't worry too much about it, if you want to jump onto our <laughs> team speak, jump in there, you know, the details are on our website, jump in there. We'll all have a chat, have a laugh. Just jump in and play with us. But there's loads of us on there every night. It's a massive Even I am in there sometimes. So. <laughs> and, and we do have an honest good laugh. So, yeah, get into our um, Rocket League competition. That'll be really, really nice to see everybody in there and uh, having a bit of fun and bringing the community together a bit. Apart from that, we, questions. We haven't got any questions again this week. I don't know why. Start sending our questions in, people. We want questions. We love them. There's just no questions, boys. What do we do? Maybe the people are just educated now. So there's do you know no what? Before, left. I've got to be honest. But like before the podcast like ended for that two month period, we was getting questions all every week. We was having loads of questions. Now they've just seemed to have dried up. So uh, 
if you have got a question out of there about anything, make sure you send it in to us at extremepcuk at gmail.com because uh, we just love questions. Yeah, and we're not send them it. in. So you, listening right now, send your questions. Even if it's <laughs> about consoles. Nope. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. But right, from uh, moving on from the questions, iTunes reviews. See, now that's somewhere that's changed. We're getting a few iTunes reviews in, which makes me very, very happy. Thank you for everybody who's done that. I'll read them out quickly. First of all, we've got P. Chonga, and he sent us one in on the 6th of June, which was five stars. And uh, he says, keep up to date on the latest news relating to PC hardware. They are very friendly and helpful. Recommended. Thank you very much. Nice, it's much you. appreciated. You know, we do love the uh, the reviews. They get us up the ratings. And uh, we've got one more as well. And that is uh, another five stars, which says bang on. And it's by Top Reviews Limited. And this one's pretty long. And if you notice in the beginning of the podcast, I, I read out the Steam group and the TS and all that sort of stuff. That's because of this guy. Thank you. You know, you told us a bit of information which you'd like to see changed. We thought about it. And we changed it. So now we'll be saying the information more regular. Let me read it out anyway, boys, and then you can have your opinion on what you think. Right. Loving the podcast because it's rare to find podcasters on iTunes who specifically focus on PC. Great stuff. One of the few suggestions I have during the podcast is for the audio listeners, please say out your Steam name a couple of times, which we've done, haven't we? Yep. And uh, Or the forum names. Also, provide an email for Q&A, maybe, which I do have to say, dude, we always have a Q&A. You just ain't listening long enough. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been downrange banging on about that game they all switched <laughs> off last yeah night. yeah we understand we understand <laughs> We understand. don't worry one other thing i noticed that uh most recent episode is that you guys talk a bit too much about certain particular games i'm assuming they're daisy armor free and them sort of games which we do bang on a lot about imperium cough yeah so we <laughs> can understand that we do understand that and he says he was hoping to get more games out of ourselves each month rather than talk about certain games Talk more about the games and less about specifics in them. And then he says, but always, anyways, it's always great stuff. So, yeah, we much appreciate that. We took all your your information on board. And, uh, yeah, if you notice today, we tried to keep it less about the games and we tried to get more games in there. So right, I hope you like that. Not get too carried away. Yeah, because we do. We do do that, don't we? It, it, yeah. Obviously, we come from a group of gamers that play the same games a lot of the time. Like Armour Free, DayZ, Minecraft. We go always go back to these games all the time, you know. Terraria, Fallout 4, Rocket League. We always go back to them. They're games that we continually just like to play. So when something new comes out and that, we go off on a whole tangent about talking about this game again. Most being is uh, Empyrean. But, you know, that's, that's more of a specific uh... thing to people. <laughs> I said to Hans today about getting on Empyrean and he was like, ah. <laughs> right, like I said it before, it's not even on my Steam account anymore, so... <laughs> but yeah, I've I've got to say thank you for them reviews. Yeah, we're we're getting quite up there on the on the reviews now. Actually, on on iTunes overall, in like hot hot stuff, which is the bit where you've got everybody that's important at the moment who's listening. We're at, we're ninety seconds, so that's not too bad. I'm quite happy with that. And you? Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's ninety really second good. out of all them gaming podcasts. And when you type in PC gaming, we come up fourth, which uh, makes me happy. So, uh, is that, do you know what? Do you know what? I get so many comments from people like talk, who listen and that, and they say, you know what? There's no PC gaming podcasts out there. You've got like your, your like your your, pro- your professional ones, like which are like scripted, proper to the point. They're not. Like, we've got like an open, have a laugh kind of review, yeah. you know? Yeah, and non non biased. So yeah, it kind of makes me happy that we've got our own take on the world. But um, yeah, thank you for them reviews. 
right, moving on. I'd like to say if anybody out there does need any uh, repairs, upgrades, or overclocking, or any advice on buying computers and that, you know, just send me an email into extremepcuk at gmail.com, you know, or contact me through Steam or whatever. You know, there's a few people in the community at the moment I'm building computers for, and we're, we're putting the whole thing together, you know. If you've got anything like that, let us know because we do do work as well. I think our rates are pretty cheap, so we're pretty good. So if you're interested in anything like that, let me know. I'm always there. Even if you want to build it yourself, I've got the advice. It's all free. Don't worry about it. Next up, also, our Amazon link. Anyone that's used our Amazon link, thank you. It's on our website. Anyone that's going to use it, we appreciate it. It gives a little bit of a percentage back to us to like help us do stuff in the future. And, uh, yeah, pretty much that brings us to the end of the uh, podcast. Anything you boys want to say? Bye. <laughs> he's always trying... do you know what I, I, I'm going to tell you all, everybody listening the reason why Hans at this point in time is always trying to get off is because he's in Belgium and it's an hour in front so for us it's like half past 11 at night and for him it's half past 12 and he has to get up at 4 in the morning so he sulks like yeah, a little girl when you start to go to work I'm done working get so a new that's job, how early I start <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I yeah. don't have to get up for another 12 hours, so I'm Yeah, right. same here. I'm not going to work till half 11 tomorrow morning, so uh, oh, all I'm, good. I'm done at uh, 12 uh, noon tomorrow, so... <laughs> but right, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, thanks for listening. I'll see you all next month. Uh, bye. Bye.